Okay, I'm gonna try this shit again. Good afternoon. We are live. Hey, concrete. This one you like take your Can phone. you hear me? Yeah, Hello? girl. You oh, stop. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, sorry, I was talking to you and I didn't realize I was on mute. <laughs> but hey, Danny girl, what's going on? Honey, it's it's Sunday. Tomorrow's a work day. Um, <sighs> tell me about it. I swear, I feel like I need like a week off with just the stress of everything. Plus, this weekend I went back to work after, you know, everything with um, COVID nineteen. I went back to work this week. So is that still a thing? Like, okay. So they talk about COVID-19, right? Mm -hmm. So in Mississippi, they're reopening everything, right? And so I go out. Um, I went to brunch yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going by COVID-19. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. And so brunch brunch was like normal like it was people out music playing bottom really? shots it was a nice brunch i had a good time shout out to johnny t's if y'all ever come to jackson mississippi go to johnny t's best food ever they're a little pricey but it's some good food and um so it was normal and then i had to go and get some gas right so i go in the um gas station the only person wearing a mask was this older man, and he he looked like he had on a coat, and it was hot yesterday, so that was something different. But he had on a mask, and the worker. But it was about 15 people in the store. Nobody had on masks. So I'm mm. like... Well, I feel like, I don't know, to me, Mississippi didn't seem to be too concerned as far as, like, the government and those in... <laughs> those in positions of power, like they were one of the last states to even, um, you know, um, declare, you know, work uh, from home or um, declare like social, dis you know, social distancing requirements. So I, I, now I do have to admit, though, people do seem to be now out and about um, here in Atlanta. However, I don't know. I'm still cautious. And I do still see businesses are limiting the number of people. They're suggesting that you wear a mask. Um, all the workers have a mask. And most places that I go to, uh, probably about 75% of the people in the stores or um, businesses have a mask. Um, so I think that they're trying to get back to normal, but just kind of like slowly but surely. So are all the businesses um, opening back up where you are? Uh, pretty much all the businesses are open. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, even the theme parks and the sports arenas, either they're open or they're set to open next week. Um, yeah, I think pretty much everything is, is open. Now, they are still requesting that people stay six feet away from one another, that you limit the number of patrons and, you know, practice kind of, you know, um, safe like hand washing and say, you know, uh, specific practice, have specific practices in place to um, minimize the spread of, if anything. So, but yeah, most places are open. I don't know of any place that's not even, I think even the clubs are open, if I'm not mistaken. That is freaking crazy. It's almost like we're, it, it's like, okay, so um, I always say, and this is a terrible thing to say, but 
I feel like the majority of us are under like some type of mind control, right? And so they say, hey, there's this virus. Um, and they go about like how the virus is supposed to go. Doesn't the virus doesn't make a lot of sense, but you know, I'm, I'm I got a Mississippi public school education. So that's oh, my disclaimer. Here you go. Oh my god. I, I ain't tripping. Mm-hmm. It is right. And so we all rush out and we're buying hand sanitizer. They're putting up plexiglass and shit. We got mm-hmm. our gloves and our masks and we're ready and we're buying tissue and we're preparing for the fucking apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. Then the George, uh, no, uh, Ahmad um, Aubrey. Mm-hmm. I know I'm saying wrong, but why is lemongrass in the ch- chat trolling? Irking my nerves, but go ahead. Oh, um, talking about yeah. black women are kind of primitive looking, and I mean, it's not, it's probably I mean, a troll account, but go ahead. Yeah, China, they probably will, but okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you have the George Floyd thing. And of course, this thing takes off and it goes viral. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, with it going viral, people, we actually had, I think, our first big protest in Mississippi yesterday, which okay. I did not attend. Mm-hmm. And if y'all know me, then y'all know why I didn't attend. Um, y'all know I got issues with police and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I try not to get involved. But, um, well, y'all probably don't know, but one day we'll talk about it. But I really try to stay away from like uh big crowds like that because, yeah, I just do. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. like the COVID 19 has been completely like nobody's really like we're talking about it, but we're not really like it's not as big as it was. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. my, it's like think... it's really any seriousness to it yeah. now. Does that make sense? Well. I think uh, that it has taken a backseat. I think that, George, I live in Cobb County, and Cobb County is open. Um, I'm on the northern um, side of Cobb County, but everything around me is open. Kanjo, unhide uh, lemongrass. Um, If she's talking about Trump or whatever, uh, uh, nobody's tripping. I don't think she's being um, highly disrespectful. No, and, she, ain't, she ain't going in too bad, but it seems like a troll account. Just just keep a watchful eye out on it. Yeah, but it ain't um, no big deal. You know, people are going to talk shit in it that we hadn't seen. And then with um, CJ Rich named Christopher, I mean, people can disagree with us. As long as they ain't up there calling us bitch host uh, shit like that, leave them alone. Let them rock. Like, it's, um, it's- yeah. Well, um, CJ Rich um, says that the channel would grow if we cammed up while having the same combos. Um, we'll probably cam up during you know certain combos. However, I'm in pajamas and sweaty and about to be cooking at the same time. Oh, no. So you today ain't the day. No, no explanation. We do with the yeah. Fuck? No, I mean he wasn't disrespectful, but just address just addressing the comment. But back to the topic at hand. So I think that um, COVID nineteen has taken a back seat. I don't think that. Uh, COVID-19 just disappeared. I think that people are tired of sitting in the house and people want to, it's the summer. I think people want to vacation. People want to go out and about and enjoy themselves. And people simply wanted to get back to life, you know, norm, regular life is what I think. I think so too. Um. (laughs) 
Donnie, so we're colored ladies now. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> that's that's a real racist comment, Donnie. Um but about this topic though, um, I think that Ooh. today's gonna be an interesting show. And I know I just started jumping in the chat and I saw, like I said, the comments from Lemongrass, but hello, hello, hello to all the beautiful black people in the chat. Um, uh, Donnie, I'm not about to play with you, but um, we have a very interesting topic for today. We are going to be talking about the black woman versus everybody. Yes, mm-hmm. everybody. And um, when we were kind of brainstorming during the week, um, I think I had seen like Black women arguing with this person, black women with this person. Um, and I'll just tell y'all who, who it was. So it was like Trina versus um, everybody. Um, I seen something with Jess Hilarious. I seen something with Candace Owens. I seen something, um, some shit on I ain't climbing none of them hoes, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I went out. Um, I went off of YouTube and I got to talking to people. And you know, it's, ah, they're doing this. Like, God damn. And so it just kind of made me think like everywhere you turn, Black women, we have issues with somebody or somebody has some issues with us. And I just got to thinking and I was thinking like the dating scene, if you're over 40, you ain't going to find no man. If you're a single mom, you ain't going to get no man. If you're ugly, you ain't going to get no man. If you're fat, you ain't going to get no man. If you're light skinned, you don't get a man. No, I'm just kidding, but yeah, you know how y'all know how it goes. And it was just so crazy, you know, just looking at all the stuff and just really kind of taking it all in. And I'm like, damn, it's like we fighting everybody, including ourselves. And I thought it would be um a good topic to go in, you know, to talk about everything. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I thought that, yeah, when we discussed it, it was was a good topic because of some of the things that I have been seeing throughout social media as well. Um, Definitely the black woman always seems to be fighting. Black woman always got to fight. All my life I had to fight. (laughs) That's the type of attitude (laughs) that, you know, the black woman presents. And that seems to be a mantra of of, of sorts, um, you know, that the black woman likes to uh, and not necessarily they come out and verbalize that uh, per se but um that's that's kind of something that is attached to you know being a black woman um even if you think of the notion that black women are angry you know like black women are always fighting and one thing that i was seeing that i've been seeing throughout social media specifically this week was um Black women, I saw two different things. So I saw number one was Black women creating a separate movement for Breonna Taylor, who was killed by the police in Louisville, which was absolutely deplorable. Um, A super sad situation. Young girl, you know, she was a baby just, you know, starting her life out. And, you know, for her to be killed by the police was absolutely tragic. However, I was concerned because I saw black women saying, you know, oh, that, you know, she's not getting her cases and being highlighted enough. And I understood that because it did seem in the moment that it was being overshadowed by what happened with George Floyd. But I think because of the trauma porn, because actually seeing 
what happened to George Floyd on video, um, it just seemed to be more impactful. But they were actually kind of pushing this agenda that when black women are killed um, via you know, police brutality or killed by uh, you know, a white man and there's no justice um, that comes from it, um, you know, people aren't out front fighting for black women. That was one thing that I saw, and I won't give my commentary on that just yet. I just want to talk about basically why I thought this was a good topic. The other thing that I saw was throughout social media, I saw a um, social media challenge being had that was, um, oh, okay, let me, I'm sorry, really quick, I want to say this. The, uh, they Someone actually started um, a page and a campaign um in relating in relation to black women being um you know brutalized and them not receiving any kind of their stories not being highlighted and it's called say her name um and that's kind of that tied into everything that happened that i was just speaking about but also i saw a campaign going around throughout social media that's called um we are black women and the title in and of itself, you know, doesn't sound, you know, it sounds harmless. Like, okay, um, we are black women, but it, it is essentially a promotion of black girl power. And my issue with it is that it excludes black men. Um, so I was kind of, when I read, it, it's, it's like, there's a, copy and like there's something being copy and pasted in you know the women's profiles and um it kind of leaves out oh, black I men saw that. I saw did that. you see I'm... it yeah it's like we are black women we most we have a voice we don't tear down other black women um you know we're tired of you know not being heard and it um does not speak to 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 black men at all um and i just I found that to be divisive. So that's why I thought this would be a good topic. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, when we thought about this topic too, I also thought about that because I had been seeing it up and down my timelines. I really don't have a problem with it. Um, so, and I'm going to tell y'all some of my thought processes. So when you come to this space and people kind of relegate the talking points to this certain particular space, they make it seem like you guys are the only people with this particular thought process, right? And so, you know, I'll start asking questions on my Facebook page. I get very similar answers to people who have nothing to do with this space, period. Very similar answers, very similar feelings, um, a lot of thought processes because you know, I'll come across cross guys, no kids, um, decent jobs. I just can't find a good woman. Come across decent women. Um, she might have one or two kids. Uh, she could have possibly been married before. Um, she's at a certain age. She can't find a decent man. Then it's like when you try to piece the two together, like how come you guys don't want each other? What's the what's wrong? And so the guys really, really attack the culture a lot and say, you know, I don't really fuck with the culture. These motherfuckers, have, they have bad attitudes. They don't do this. They, And I was just thinking and I'm like, okay, so if you have a culture and a fast growing culture of men who, black men who don't want to be with black women, what should black women be doing? 
what should black women be doing? Black women have already said they don't want to, they don't want to compete. They don't want to compete with other women for, for black men. They don't want to. They say, if I got to compete, you can have them. You do what you got to do, sis. You can have them. I ain't competing. I'm just going to sit over here. And so, you know, it really gets me to thinking, well, damn black women. <laughs> okay. Not that, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I get a thought process of like, well, damn, you know, if we're against each other within our race, I don't really feel like we'll be able to run to the comfort of a white man's arms. And I don't feel like, well, black men say they can run to other races and get that same comfort. But, I, you know, I just, it just made me think like, damn, we're literally fighting everybody. Um, we want to have a stance on our own. We don't feel like we get enough protection and provisions from the black man. Um, we don't feel wanted by black men. When you have these issues where, like with George Floyd, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, Breonna Taylor, etc., the causes do seem to be on the men and understandably so I get it you know I'm not saying I get it but with black women I have to disagree with that I don't think that the cause focuses on the men I think that there are uh, I mean 10 times as many men that are um, killed by police as women there are a few women whereas you know there's a small smaller number of women that are killed not that that's any justification. However, when Sandra Bland was killed, people were up in arms. I saw not and not, and not only that, but even like I specifically was looking up the hashtag for Breonna Taylor um, yesterday, the day before yesterday it was her birthday. And um, I saw so many men showing support, like standing in support of her. I, I mean, I understand. I feel like in this situation, her um, case may be overshadowed, but I think it's because of the trauma porn. I think it's because of us seeing what happened to George Floyd. And this is not like people are minimizing the movement and want to think that it's simply about George Floyd. It's not. He was the catalyst. That was like the linchpin that caused everything to unfold. But we're fighting for her too. I, I don't think that bl um, Black men are highlighted more um, when they're brutalized. Because, I mean, I actually, it just doesn't happen. I, I, I have to disagree with that and I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because there are uh, more men dying, more black men dying at the hands of police like that than black women, then yeah, I, I do think the focus is going to be on black men, but also because of the trauma porn. Um, they killed that man in broad daylight on the street with people by watching. I don't think we've seen a case where that's happened to black women like that. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, not in our time. And, but if the, if that had been a black woman that was killed, I think that the outcome would have been the same. Like, I think that people like, I just feel like that is such a divisive mindset and people are using that and they're divide, continuing to create something that's going to divide us further in the time when we need to be standing together most. There is, we will never have a time like this in our lifetime where, you know, um, something this massive happens on such a grand scale that it's touching countries across the entire world and you know 
this is the time that we need to come together and create a list of demands and say, this is what we demand. Um, you know, just uh, find out what agenda we want and kind of um, detail it in, in whatever points we want to address and, you know, take advantage of that as opposed to having two, two fights on two different fronts. You know what it is, though? We haven't been united in a while. When you have um, a race of people that's against each other, when you try to say that it was the system or it's the system that's dividing us, people will kind of shun that. Say, okay. Um, when plans have been put into place, I don't really think anything has ever been put into place for black people um, for us to go by a certain, to go a certain way. And so I don't really see the unity in black people. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I fake ass unity. Um, when a situation happens, yeah, it's politically correct to come together with your uh, people to say, yeah, you know, we don't want these things to happen. But then when it really comes down to fighting and really being about that life, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see And I, I want to see. I don't see that. I see it as being um, when somebody tells us we should be sad about some shit, we get sad about it. When they tell us something we should, uh, we we need to be happy about some shit, we get happy about it. I feel like whatever agenda that people want to push onto black people, I feel like we take that shit in hook, line, and sinker. And I just don't feel like it's genuine. Um, it's real genuine support with each other. And it, it's the fact that um, George Floyd, Floyd wasn't the first dude. Um, Trey, we went through this shit with Trayvon Martin. We went through this shit with Rodney right. King. Now the situation was different, but I, I, I think that I, I think that um, regarding the topic, I think that um, you know, it. I just think that it furthers the division, and it is in contrast to any agenda that we can come up with for us to be divided at this point. Like it makes absolutely no sense. And I would feel the same way if there were, if George Floyd had been a black woman and black men were standing up and saying, Oh no, we need our own separate movement. Say his name. You know, there's nothing wrong with making sure that happens. No, I said, I like, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. However, if it happened at this specific time, I would feel just this upset and frustrated by by the black men that are doing that as I am right now by the black women that I feel are creating additional division um, at a time when we should be unified. So not to say that it does not happen, but I'm saying if the roles were reversed, no matter who it is, I just feel like right now in this moment to create a separate movement um, it, it's, it creates further division. Now, if you feel like she is not, and I do feel like her story hasn't been highlighted in the way that George Floyd's have, but I understand why. But if you feel like that, then just make sure that you are doing everything in your power to highlight the injustice that, um, you know, that is related to Brianna too. You know, show up to those same protests and make sure that, you know, you are screaming her name and that you are making sure that, you know, um, people around you know that, you know, she... Her, her memory should be at the forefront of all of this too but to start a separate movement and say oh we ain't getting the focus that we need and you know black men ain't showing up for us like we uh, uh, that's old this is not the time to do that mess I, I understand where you're coming from and I totally understand um, where you're coming from but it almost seems it's like we've already been divided 
And it's like, you kind of see one thing, and, and maybe we do look at extremes and say that's the division. And I and I kind of I kind of think about that too. Do we look at extremes and say that this is the real divide? And but most people really together. I don't know. Oh well, no. And I'm not saying that the majority of women. I'm talking about a specific set of of black women are doing this. I like black women are showing up and showing out, and I'm proud of us. I'm proud of everybody who is uniting and coming together. Not just black women, but Black women, are, for the major, the majority of us, we out there on the front lines. We making sure that, you know, we're present and in the moment and doing all that we can to aid this protest and, you know, move things along as well. I'm just talking about a specific sect. Um, and yeah, that is, you know, like I, I'm not seeing that in large numbers, but I do see it on my social media and people passing around this um cop you know copy and paste where they're saying yo black women aren't acknowledged when they're you know so i see there are some women that are doing it but i'm not saying you know at all that it's majority of black women okay um i won't i, I definitely won't say it's the majority but with the way it's been divided with the way black women and black men are divided when you get to listening to certain men and they tell us that they don't want us. We're not good enough. We're not pretty enough. Um, we're lacking in femininity. We're the last on this list. We're the most in debt. We have the most kids out of wedlock. We ain't shit. We're black bitches. When you keep hearing those kinds of things and you really, y'all, it just, it breaks my heart. Like, it really breaks my heart because I'm sitting here and I'm listening and I'm watching this shit. And I'm like, damn, are we really this divided? And in certain instances, I'll go and I'm treated great by people, black women, black men. I'm treated great by people. Then certain places I go, we won't even acknowledge each other the right way. We're mean to each other. We're, we're hateful. We lie on each other. And it were disrespectful. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, it just really makes me wonder, are we really together as a people? And But with Black women, we fight. We fight in every fucking body. You, you you, to, uh, and it's like, right. well, this, when does it end? Like, when does it end? When does it stop? Well, let me say this really quickly. Miss um, Cosmos, um, George did have a memorial. However, George's, George had not yet been buried. You have to keep in mind that this happened with Brianna back in March. Um, Brianna had already, Brianna, th there was already a funeral and memorial service for Brianna. George had not been buried yet. Um, not that I don't think that, it, you know, I, I still don't think that it's too late to do something in her memory. I think that that would be an awesome thing. Um, but George had not yet been married or been buried. And, um, you know, his, his death and his burial and the services um, actually happened because he had not been memorialized yet. Hmm. But um, regarding the topic, I, I do think that um, black women tend to be fighting on multiple fronts. Um, however, yeah. I believe that part of that is because we become accustomed to fighting. And I think that we, and we don't know how to, we don't necessarily always pick our battles wisely. 
I think that it's almost like it's such a normal thing. We've normalized fighting and, you know, being being upset and being frustrated to the point that um, and I've seen this in my real life with people that I know that when things are calm, that we're uneasy. Hmm. So it's like being in a relationship and if the shit is going good too long, you pick a fight. Is that you know what you're saying? Uh, and I, I like seriously, yes, absolutely. That is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You kind of get a little stir crazy because it, it, things are going too good. So yeah, um, it happens. And you know, it's unfortunate. And I I just personally um I mean, I hate the division, regardless of if, if it is men that's creating it or women. Um, I did find the actual We Are Black Women tag that I kept seeing throughout social media. There are, Now I realize that there are a couple different variations, but this is the one that I saw that was a little bit triggering to me. It says, we are black women. We build, we rise. We don't tear down other black women. For many years, we have felt the pain of not being seen for our undeniably beautiful skin. Instead, we are looked down upon. But right now, in this moment, we acknowledge each other today. Uh, We can see how they portray Black women in the media and the effect that that has had on us Black girls. The fighting, the screaming, the judging um, has run its course. Okay, so it goes on. But that part was troubling to me because... I I feel like, yes, as Black women, we should not tear each other down. As Black women, we should be building each other up. We should not be cursing and fighting and, you know, um, you know, acting as as buffoons. We should not be, um, you know, angry with one another. We should be loving towards one another. But to me, the bigger, more pressing issue that I see, and maybe it's because I spend time in this this circle, but even throughout other parts of so, other social media platforms is the divide between black men and black women. I wish personally that this said, we are black people. We build, we rise, rise we don't tear each other down. Um, that, you know, talked about for many years how, you know, the pain of being seen for our beauty and being fetishized as opposed to, and, and looked down upon and how, and we were taking a commitment to right now in this moment, acknowledge each other and love on each other, not just black women. And that's just, my personal opinion about seeing it. I feel like the divide between black men and black women is, 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 is um, ignored for the most part. And it bothers me. Yeah. It, it's bothersome as shit. It's bothersome as shit. Um, you know, James R made a very interesting comment and I wanted to read it. I hope I can find it. Okay. He says, why do so many different people have a problem with y'all? Why do non-black women love us more than non-black? Why do non-black women love us more than non-black men love y'all? What does that show y'all? Um. Well, um, if you really oh want me to, be, I'll be I'll be really honest, and I'll say, um, I honestly think that. Black women have been kind of can't like black women kind of get get it from it. Um, I feel like at one point we were in y'all's position to where like I feel like we're in y'all's position now. People have more respect for black men than they do for black women. I think that uh, the media kind of shows us as these mean ratchet 
uh, crazed bitches. Um, everywhere you go, if you go to any hood, ghetto, or whatever, this is where they choose to get their news from. I don't feel like a lot of Black women are highlighted, good Black women are highlighted in the way that we should be highlighted. I think a lot of it comes from the music and the culture. Um, I feel like that's why Black women are becoming so hated. And then not, and not only that, now you have social media platforms where black men are actually allowed to give pushback and are actually allowed to voice how they really feel, which we haven't seen that we've never seen this before. And so when you have your own men coming to say these things about you, mm. I think that that does bring about, um, I think that does bring about a lot of hate and a lot of uh, discontent. We have a combination of those things. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And I'm not, I'm not shunning our own accountability because we're responsible for a lot of the shit that we created. You people couldn't have anything to film if we weren't out there doing it. So you mm -hmm. know, it's not to take away from the accountability from us. We we're responsible for a lot of the shit we created. Um, uh -huh. and we, Black women, why non-black women love black men? Well, let's be honest. Black men are actually seen as nicer than other men. Black men are seen as more spiritual, not to mention they say black men have bigger dicks than everybody else. Uh, see, so, I, I, dis I don't well. think that black men, I think black men are fetishized. I think that like, even if you look at uh, the young black women, black young white girls who are, standing up in defense of black men, they're talking about their penis. And if I could suck a black cock, then I could defend one. And, you know, holding up, um, holding up um, uh, modes of black penises and, and, and stuff, things of that nature. I think that black men are fetishized, but black women are also fetishized. I think that the difference is a lot of the white men who fetishize black women, maybe it's not for a long, on a long-term basis. They fetishize them. They want to have sex with them. Um, but I think that black men are fetishized on a larger scale. Um, that does not mean that reason that 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 women want to date black men. I'm not. I'm not. We're not saying that that it's just about y'all's penises. No, and I, I was. Yeah, I was trying to get to that. that. That's true. And so people, because people will take some shit and try to run with it. Well, so. I, and I don't care about them running with nothing that I said. But I say that to say that. Um, I, that's not to say that all um, women, all um, non-black women who uh, are attracted to black men, that that's their reasoning. However, um, I think that you know um, there are black there are black women who have some serious issues. So I, I, if I had a son, I would tell him to you know be weary of the one that whomever you're seeking to date because you know, black women, you know, not, it's not the fact that we have issues because black men have issues too. It's the fact that like, there's no accountability and we're almost, because there's no accountability, we're unwilling to address those issues. Um, shout out to Jay Bond. He says 85% of black men marry black women. Don't let social media fool you to having a false sense of reality. Um, Jay Bond you know, and I, and I think about that and I actually took that into consideration. The problem is uh, social media contains real people from real areas, from real like people on social media. Um, they're hiding behind avatars or what have you, but these are real people's thoughts and thought processes. Um, the It's not even crazy to me, but 
a thought process that's kind of um, preached throughout this, this space. This is a growing thought process. There's an awakening of men. Um, simps are going to become less. Simps actually run the society or help keep the society running. It's a new fucking day. It is a new day. And so when we talk about 85% marrying black women, then you have to look at how many people are actually getting married. That number's at an all time low. So it's not as many people getting married. Then right. um, have a black couple get married. It's damn near miraculous these days. It, it's a new day. It's a new day. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. Are we I, ready to? Yeah, way. let's go ahead and open it up. Um, I think that, you know, um, I just, uh, as a woman, I feel like as a feminine woman, a woman who yields and sub submits to the man that's in the position of leadership over her home, I can't imagine having to fight on every front every day. I enjoy having someone to kind of you know, take the load off to say, babe, I got this or to say, babe, there's another way we can do this so that, you know, there's not a fight um, on, on each, on every single front. Um, hello. Okay. I'm sorry. I was getting some background, but yeah, I, I just can't imagine having to uh, mute your line as you come in, please. Um, I just can't imagine having having to fight, um, you know, every day, all day. And I do feel like as black women, sometimes some of us almost feel as though it is black women versus everybody, that everybody is against us and that, you know, we're in this by ourselves and that we have to constantly fight as a result of that. Right, right. Welcome to the panel, Miss J, Complex Chaos, and Topaz. How y'all doing? Hey, y'all. Hey. hey, ladies. It's been a while, so I thought I'd crash y'all uh, stream. Um, after Sunday. Thank you. Yes. Um, they talk about this marriage rate and say we are still dealing with each other. But if we're going by the so-called data, right from blackdemographics.com, where we get this so-called data, we have to look at the reality that a lot of people are not getting married like they used to. So in regards to saying that it's like less than 30% from our culture or our race here that's married, that means the other heavy percentage that we're shacking up and kids, you know? And no one has no data on that yet because if you're not married by the state, they don't know, correct? So what are black people doing? They're just fucking sucking and kids and that's that with each other, and maybe we might be dabbling with interracialism, but to really know what we're really doing in regards to that we're so interacting with each other, we only interact with each other when it comes to the bedroom on the average. But other than that, no, no. Well, Chaos, I do agree that there are, uh, well, first of all, cohabitation, there's no way to quantify that. In addition, unless, uh, you know, for those who are not, don't have a state-sanctioned marriage, there is no way to um, calculate that like some religions um, you know they don't generally practice um, you know they don't um, subscribe to state sanctioned marriages so that is a point and thank you for your commentary yeah I was going to sure say that Rose I was going to say that Rose um, yeah those marriage numbers are typically tabulated by the state 
Um, and then when you have like religious marriages and things of that sort, then those are typically the religious organizations uh, mm -hmm. keep those records, right? right? And then in the case of like what my wife and I had, you know, now that was corporate records. Okay, so yeah, I've looked gonna, into that. You've talked about that quite a bit. It's kind of hard to find information on it, but um, <laughs> I thought it was it's it's a it's one of those things where you, you we have we'd have to have a conversation about it to okay, to, to yeah. break down like like structurally what's going on, right, and how how to leverage it. But I wanted to you know I listened to your guys's monologue, right, and I. Mm -hmm. I, I I wanted to preface some preface something and maybe perhaps it could springboard the conversation because I think the question is or, okay. or what, what we're examining is is sort of like this uh, position of isolation that I think a lot of black women mm -hmm. feel right as a group. I think what you guys have to consider is you guys successfully became your own political constituency. I'm going to say that again. Uh, uh you guys successfully became your own political constituency, right? So that means from top to bottom, you guys have got it covered, right? You've got women in the highest positions of government. You've got support organizations. You, you guys, you've got structurally, you've got everything in place. And, um, and we see all of the institutions, like as, as, as men, um, you know, we see all of the institutions. We see everything. We, we, we see it all. Okay, so you have to, now I'll, I'll just give you my own personal position on this. See, so I, I see that, I see that. And, you know, because of the type of things that I engage in, I need a little something like that myself, okay? Right. So I need a little something like that for myself to enrich myself for the things that I'm trying to do. You know, I, I need some politicians, you know, on the payroll. I need some connections. I need to get some civic organizations. I, I you know, I need to do all that too, right? Y'all got it. See, so there is naturally going to be at this point, and, and I'm gonna put this in a macro context. I don't wanna spend a lot of time, but I just did wanna, I wanted to kind of maybe paint a picture that we can maybe kind of crescendo off of. So mm -hmm. you guys, you guys have that. And what you hear in these discussions, like in, in these spaces, right? are men sort of sorting out everything. They're sorting it all out. Like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Mm. So, so, so we've been dealing with the women all wrong. Whoa, 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 okay. And then you got the men, they're all arguing with each other. Wait, you know, you got to do this with them. You got to do this with them. You got to do that with them. And then, you know, the women are reserving the right to do any goddamn thing because they don't really have to. Right. So men are like, okay, well, wait, if they don't have to do that, then what, what then how, what, what should we do? Right. Like, well, wait a minute now, because you know, we, you know, everybody wants to be successful. Everybody wants to have a fruitful, productive life, right? Nobody wants to feel as though as one is subjugated to the other, right? So now that you guys got yours, what are the men, what do we got? So fellas, they congregate in these spaces here and they get to talking. And then we talk about one subject. And then what happens is as the conversations grow and more men get involved, now they start splintering off. So now you got guys talking about politics and economics, and then you got guys talking about this and then that. And then, then the discussion becomes, okay, well, what do we need to get our businesses together? And then we need to start looking at political maneuvers, right? Now, as all of this is happening, the other side who has it all is looking at the men saying, well, where the fuck are you guys? Why aren't you protecting us? 
-hmm. you have an entire, mm -hmm. you have an entire political infrastructure to protect you. I mean, <laughs> let's let's really think about this for a second. What are you guys asking of us? How what what in in our state? How could we possibly live up to your expectations? How could we possibly live up to your demands? You got it, sis. So, but it's not as though, do you, I don't think that black women have unrealistic expectations and or demands. The problem, um, I didn't I mean that you have unrealistic expectations. Oh, okay. I'm saying that you have to think about what it is you already have backing you. you 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 have you have backing so people with backing going to people with no backing and you're making demands on the people with no backing and those people are looking at wow. you like well i thought y'all was supposed to be our backing but uh what? that obviously right. ain't the case see so I now guess. now now the conversation turns around now where uh danielle was talking about earlier well now she feels as though um, there's no like unifying, th there's no cohesion, there's no um, cultural imperative, there's no, there's no none of these things, right? I think the only commonality we have is a hue in skin color, but different agendas, mm. ideologies, mm. alliances, right? And that's the reality that we're in. That's true. That's true. I think that we do have, <laughs> that's interesting. I think that the only commonalities that we have are our hue. I think are our experiences. Um, but I do think that as adults, we do have different agendas and different alliances as we hear in this realm so much, um, you know, they focus on the fact that we're not even aligned politically that are we we're almost kind of stark contrast stark contrast to one another. Yeah, what so, do we what do we get on I, the front line out of, outside of a justice imperative? Like once we get past that justice window, guess what happens? Everybody starts throwing their own agenda on the table, what they want ooh, yeah. out of out of the situation mm. and it never gets anywhere. That is very interesting that you bring that up. Once we get past the point of, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, we all want justice and seeking that, where do we go from there? Um, that's interesting. That's like a, another show topic. But yeah, very interesting. I agree. I'm not sure who was next. Miss J, did you want to chime in on the topic? Well, I think the main thing, the reason why Black women are always fighting is because we we haven't quite learned the lesson of just how to pick and choose our battles. We have to always fight every single battle. Like black women, for some reason, even the ones who aren't in the gay community, we want to pick up that particular fight. We want to pick up the feminism fight. We want to pick up now sometimes the immigrant mm -hmm. fight. We're fighting everybody else's battles, yep. and then when they don't want to fight ours, we get mad. But that's not how the world works. You fight your own battles, and you just move on with life. And I think that's what we need to learn is to pick our own battles. And you can support somebody else, but you don't need to be on the front line of everybody else's battle. You're just going to exhaust yourself and you're not going to get anywhere. And you that, are going to always be angry and your point. health is going to suffer. And in addition to that, like we haven't fixed what's wrong with what's going on in our house yet first. 
Um, we right. need to focus on the task at hand before we um, exhaust ourselves by trying to take on everyone else's issues. And exactly, uh, but some, maybe that's a distraction, though. Maybe some people do it intentionally because it's a distraction from what's really going on. Right, and it's just—I just think it's just foolishness going on that we do, and it's just some people do it because, like I said, they just want to. I guess they want to be feel needed. They want to have attention and stuff like that. But it's just like it, you can obviously see it doesn't work. So at some point in time, you have to like stop doing something that doesn't work because it's just it's it's just dumb. Danny said, "Focusing on the task at hand is feminism." No, the task at hand should be getting our 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 homes in order, so to speak. Meaning, right. trying to um, make sure that everything on our home front is fixed before we go trying to help our neighbors. Right, because feminism is fighting the battle of all women. All women don't fight for black women. White women don't fight for us. Hispanic women don't. Asian women don't. Black feminists admitting that now. I think we're seeing a new wave of feminism, which is black women doing for black women and black women only. And so when black women Mm. themselves, when everybody else is excluded from the conversation, then you have um, people saying that that part is feminism because we need to be focused on black people as a race as opposed to black women. And so I'm starting to see That's that. a good point. Can I add to that? Yeah. Go ahead. And after LAR, can I go? Sure. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying, I'm going to mesh two things together about what y'all just said. Because it looks like you got you got a, a, a demographic of women who've been picking fights with people so long that they feel like they're getting picked on when they're actually getting a response from picking a fight. And then you got women who in, in, entered other people's fights expecting somebody to fight with them. And they're mad because, you know, they're not getting the help that they thought they're not getting reciprocation. And not taking into consideration if you pick and fights on one place and you're looking for help on, on, on another place, but you helping somebody else fight, um, you might get confused on who who's actually out to get you and who's responding to to your first first lick. Mm. You know, so it becomes like because I want to hear women talk about you know we we're doing this and that, and I'm like, do y'all know how many people you pick to fight with first? Mm. LAR, when you say that, you know, up. when you think about it, when you think about it, if 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 you're always fighting with people, you kind of start to become paranoid and you think everybody is out to get you because you're always fighting. Well, I mean, that's that becomes part and parcel of being your own constituency. That means that you have to protect your own political, financial and social interests at all times. So that means you always have to be on the defensive. I mean, Look at look at uh, look at the Jewish community here. Okay, say something bad about them. The ADLs on your ass. Okay, so mm-hmm. again, I, I'm looking at it from I'm looking at black women as a political constituency. Okay, the, that's the, you guys are like a a burgeoning uh, political power, if you will. Okay, did, did, and so these are like the mm-hmm. growing pains of it. So in that case, because black women, a lot of black women, a large portion of black women are only concerned with black women, if we are a burgeoning constituency, does Mm -hmm. that not mean that once we get to a position of more power that we will likely lock out the black man? I'm just curious. That's already happened. 
That's already happened. I mean, we, well, we're actually long past. That happened like a few decades ago. Um, what you, What's I, happened, no, what you're looking at here is the result of the lockout. That's what we're dealing with now. That's why I'm well, saying- Well, technically we don't have any power t to date, so- No, 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 you, we, no, no, we don't. We, as men, we don't, <laughs> you do. As black men, black men don't have power. No, what I'm saying we have is physical power. We don't. We have physical power. No, what we no, don't no. have I, is we don't have the political. We don't have the political infrastructure. Like right. I said, we have. We we look. You're talking about it in a context of us, right? And that 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 within this us, we're just having a dispute. And mm -hmm. I'm saying no, it's not a dispute. There's been mm -hmm. a split. You are mm -hmm. your own political constituency. Oh, I get what you're saying. Top we're, to bottom. Yeah. Black women are their own political constituents. Uh, so if a if a politician comes to talk to the black community, where do they go? To the black church. Yeah, who's there? Women, but they're following the rule of a pastor, which is usually male. Yeah, who only speaks the about media, the gospel verses that women want to hear about. Yeah, and if you go to the media, who are you going to typically? To the Jews, if you go into the media. No, no, no. You're going to your Oprah's, your Gail King's, your Yeah. But you don't go to the they don't they don't but they don't go to the bar but they don't go to the barbershop or the cigar bars though. Sure. So 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 what happens is the conversation happens here, it happens here on YouTube, right? And then what happens as a result? Okay. I have that made me think of something when what basil ice was just saying. Um silly. Oh I'm sorry. I can't see it's really small. Basili. Basili, yeah, Basili, okay. yeah. excuse me. Um, uh, I was thinking about the fact that there, I believe that in the black community, there used to be a time when politicians felt as though um, they had the vote of the black household by appealing to the black woman, you know, by way of the church or whatever. Um, whereas on, you know, white counterparts, it's generally if you had the vote of the white male you had the vote of the, the you so know the isn't household. that isn't that a reflection of a matriarchy yes and it no, also that's a reflection well, of the person that came to talk choosing the wrong people they should not have like okay so i'm sorry i'm sorry but i just want to say this before y'all okay. get too far off of the topic otherwise it won't be relevant so i consider myself a revisionist right so mm -hmm. what that means is when I look back on history, I see the attitudes of the, the people that were adults when I was kids. And what I saw was the men were busy. And so they told the women to handle things. What should have happened? I do agree with Complex that black women do have more political power because guess what we have the ability to do? We have the ability to appeal to white women on the strength of womanhood. Black men and black uh, and white men don't get along enough for that. We both we can come we can compel white women to do things by saying, "Look, you're a woman. You're subjugated too," and we appeal to their well, heart strength. Generally, the opposite, where white women are um, are are convincing us to do something because they're appealing to our womanhood. I but rarely we can. see. We can, but we just don't take advantage the, of it. Yes, okay. And so what I'm saying is that what should have happened was once we got the power, the problem that happened was that they didn't bring that power back and bring black men along with them. 
And so what happened was, is that the black women that I talk to that are older, which is why I hate talking to a lot of them, is that they complain about what all the black men of that time period did to them and hurt them and all this kind of stuff. And my thing is, you weren't the only one. The reason why you can appeal to the heartstrings of non-black women is because they were being subjugated as well. If that's what happened, because, you know, I was a kid, so they only told me so much. So what I'm saying is, yes, we do have our political power more so than black men but what we need to do is bring them along with us because even if we get with men that aren't black it's not going to be the same we have to like if you get to the top and you don't see anybody that looks like you it's going to be very lonely there and you're not going to stay there for very long so it's not a logical thing to try to get to the top without them so for me I feel like that's one of the things that happened that went wrong and then too I feel like we're arguing a lot right now because the other thing that we do in our culture and I don't care about other cultures I don't know what they do I know what they tell me right but what I've lived as being a black person is that we tell each other what not to do but we don't say what to do and we don't we can't say what to do is because we don't have a set standard of what it is to be black we don't have anything that we're comparing it to we don't have anything to tell people you need to strive towards being this however you get there and so therefore we just say don't do that but then that leaves a whole host of other right. stuff that you can that do, you can and then do, all kinds of stuff falls too. out. Yeah, huh? I do want to say this really quickly. I, I, I can hear you, Concrete Road. Can Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I can hear you because I was talking, so I didn't, oh, okay. I, I didn't I hear you. Yeah, to chime I, I in for hear. just one quick second. Um, I, I don't know that black women have the power and or ability to convince white women to do anything. I've seen black women used as pawns, as the pawn of the white women for decades, and uh, like literally be used to the point where they are fighting for the white woman's agenda that does not benefit the black. Uh, black women nor the black home as a whole. So uh, that would be, I mean, that's an interesting point that you made, but I've never seen that play out. And I know that we have it. We just don't use it. Yeah. We let them say and do all of this stuff because we mistakenly believe that they're going to have our back. They're not going to elevate us. They're going to elevate right. their That's men. what I'm saying. So I we have see, it. We just don't them. use so, it. I've never seen them so, 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 I, just had, I just had a quick question for Topaz. Um, yes. Can you elaborate further on what you mean by bring them along? Well, okay, so this is the thing. I was actually having this conversation um, a while ago uh, with men because one thing that I do is like I talk to people, right? So I was having this conversation and the thing is, I so I do have a master's degree, right? I've met some men that appreciate that. I've met some men that absolutely hate that idea and they feel like I stole their spot. But what I'm trying to get black men to understand is they were never going to give it to you. If it wasn't going to be me, it was going to be either a man of a different race or either their own women. It was never going to be you. So I was supposed to take that opportunity and then get a black man and put him in the, uh, the position to say, you know, basically they would have looked at us as traitors but oh well they should have known better you know you you should know <laughs> not not black men meaning the white men would have looked yeah, at us bad I, I know. If, if we had done what i said what i think we should have done they would have so looked he, at us like you could have you could have oh, well. you could have gotten you could have gotten you could have gotten away with that with one generation 
Is he yeah, playing no, support? Right, that's what I'm saying. Back then, that's what yeah. should have happened. Not my age range. By my age range, it was too late. But I'm Wait. saying the, the age ranges before me. Had they taken, had the black women, when they were, you know, allowed to have these opportunities and allowed to go for these things, right, then they should have then come back to the black community and then let a black man build a business. And I hate to use Absolutely. the word let, but that's the way it was set. That's the way it's it was set up. And enable, it was set up that way by design. Enable, facilitate. Yeah, yeah enables, uh, facilitate. Okay, so those are better words. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah. what I'm saying is that that's what should have happened, and then we wouldn't be in this mess. But the, the those women, I think, got greedy. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. This is why uh, it didn't happen. The first problem that Black people have is defining what it is to be Black. So right. it always comes up. It always comes up where you know somebody gets the uh, for some reason, this odd right to call somebody a sellout or to call them all kinds of weird uh, derogatory terms for black people who don't act black that we have like a list of for some reason. And I was thinking about it. And the only thing that I can think of that makes black people because black people aren't black. You look at your skin. It's usually some short, some shade of brown. So the reason that you're called black has to be in reference mm-hmm. to your lack of whiteness. Um, so being black really just means not being white. So if you're looking at that and it's not about the skin color, it's you're we're talking more about, you know, rights and privileges and how we're treated in this country. So every black person knows what it is to be treated like a black person. That's the thing that we have in common. The thing that separates us is the way we choose to deal and navigate those situations in that, in, that, um, in this country. So like some people will, you know, stay in the hood and never leave. Some people will assimilate, do their best to assimilate. Some people will try to get as educated as possible. Some people will run and shoot a basketball their way up out the hood. Some people will speak the King's English. And once you're able to do something to f- navigate and get further that another person can't do, now that separates the blackness. And then so what happens is when we're separated like that, the environment tends to give certain groups of people power. And the thing about power is people don't give up power. It has to be taken away. So within the, the people that are black, when it came around to where the women were the people who decided, because I think at one point in time it was like light-skinned people, whatever. So once women got that group of power or that power, they've done, I guess, whatever it is that they've done with that power, but they didn't have a plan with it. The plan was just to take power. And the most way that I see the power, at least when I was coming up, was just being able to talk. And be able to get on those um, daytime Oprah, Sally Jetriel talk shows, as well as the the movies that come out in the media and the Terry McMillans and all those type of things. That's the power that you have. And that is a power that, by definition, acts as a weakness towards the men. And then so with that type of power, you got to go, what is your plan? So we've gone full circle around where I guess we'll just call it a, an abuse of power. And now that that power is needed or men are needed, it was like, well, you didn't use your power to set that scenario up so that men would have 
the the be in a position to do this protecting that you're trying to get done. Can I right. add to that? Yeah. Is but that, doesn't that make women feel more empowered by like them ha- being, which I understand having the black man's back. I, I am in a position to do so and I do so. You know, I intentionally make sure that, you know, I'm looking out for black men because I see in the industry that I work for um, a lack of masculine black men. But, but um, go ahead. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Black Lives Matter thing or whatever. If you do it, that's cool. But do you tell your sister to do the same thing to create an environment where women are uncode to use this power this way so that it matters? Because it can't just um, be you saying, I don't, I got black friends. I'm not the one who's racist. Of that course. can't be uh, it. No, 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 no. This isn't um, something that I'm putting on for um, the sake of putting on. Um, everybody in my circle, I encourage them to do so. Like this, the way that I speak on my platform is how I speak to my friends. So, yes, mm-hmm. to answer your question. I think mm-hmm. this is where it, it came, like what Topaz was talking about, this is where it became problematic. Initially, black men invested in black women. And that investment got black women to invest in just women. That was the return. So now you see that even from that, from and you see women who are, who are black men don't do nothing or black men haven't done anything for women, but at the inception of it, who who you think was putting these women through school? Who you think was was giving these women the money for their first business? Who you think was actually- Wow, these, that's a good like, point, like, Stepdads. LAR, that's a good point. So even even sometimes the man may have to work longer hours because now she isn't working full time because she's going to school full time, or he has to come home to make sure he takes care of the household. So there is a sacrifice and there is actual uh, viable. But but that's a culture. But but that's that's a culture because how often have you ever taken a girl out to dinner, and she go, "Well, just because you take me out to dinner, don't mean I owe you something." But that that's the, this yeah. is the this Wait, is the, I'm confused about the analogy. Huh? That's a it's a culture thing. It's not just the dinner thing. It's you invested in me. Thank you for your investment. I'll go about my day because I got it like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, I don't know about that, but go ahead. This is this is kind of where, where, <laughs> where it moves forward, because now you got generations like you using the topic of black women versus you got generations who act like men never invested in black 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 men never invested in black women who who've now just skipped mm. the inception and and they don't even invest in their own sons well you said the title yeah. is black women versus everybody so are we talking about black men or the way black men have are affected by this or impacted by this because we're the one here, or is it that there's a natural default of expectation that if a black woman has a problem, a black man is supposed to solve it? That's like, let me let me finish this point, and I got it, and I get, and I'm gonna leave it alone. What what you what we're coming to see is black is versus even with black men is because black women are, are taught not to invest in black men. That's dusty. He's supposed Absolutely. to. He's supposed to invest in you. He's supposed to level you up. He's supposed to make have you come up. But what are you supposed to do for him? Nothing. So it becomes a versus because now you're dealing with people with a, with a with a faction of people who are just basically entitled takers. Right. So it makes a, it makes a versus. Point was is because we don't have that same 
you know, ability to, to say that that's okay. I get where women are coming from when they say that, but if we were the ones who were given the opportunity on purpose by design, because see, that should have never been offered to women if you wanted them to stay feminine. Why could you not give that to men? Oh, because you're competing with them. Well, so if we were well, gonna no, take well, it- not, not necessarily, Topaz, because if you remember okay. when, it, when it started, men, you didn't necessarily need to go to college to be a successful man. You know, you could do it. You could do anything from dropping out of school early to entering the military to just starting our own business in before or by the time you hit 18. So they. they yeah, people, but then things changed. And yeah. so once things were changing, who did they offer it to? When the change came, when you could no longer support a family like that, who did they talk to? They talked to black women, not black men. They should have talked to the black men and therefore they didn't have to keep killing themselves with 12 hour days, but they didn't do that. They talked to the women. Yeah. That's, I mean, so was there, is there any, is there any accountability or agency in any of this on behalf of women though? Um, you know, like, like, I, I mean, cause the way I see it is, yeah, I spoke um, to it that. was, it was, it was happily, it was, it was taken and, and let's, let's not be, let's not be naive here. People. Um, you don't think that, you receiving those benefits weren't conditional? Did you honestly think that you were going to <laughs> take well, the I benefits? Wasn't there. Well, hold on. Uh, so hold on. I can no, no, see no. It. Uh, what, what I'm saying, what, I, what I'm saying, well, well, no, because the the notion or the idea that black men were supposed to be brought in, or would you say brought along, or whatever, whatever notion that well, was. Well, I mean, that may the, be the a thing, bad choice of words, well, but you know it, what it, I mean. Well, not only not only is it a bad choice of words. It was never going to be allowed. See, you received well, and that's another thing the, too. Black women becoming a constituency was conditional. You you become your own constituency by excluding by excluding that other party, right? See, so mm -hmm. the, the 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 what I understand that it's ideal to say that. However, the deal that was accepted implied that that would never happen. But right. they didn't Here's have to keep up with that Here's word how. because we Here's as a people had how. already gotten messed over in this country. So just because that was the condition didn't mean that they had to keep that word, that that agreement. Yeah, hold but on. here's how here's how right he you're is. Playing with people's money. I mean, he, you know, on. you're going to be bound he, by. We're we're they here was right us anyway. now. What's the worst thing? We're do? here. We're here right now because a man had to die on camera. So that's a very extreme thing to do. Like for we generally accept killing people as like, if you're going to do it, do it behind a back alley or something like that. So it was no amount of picketing or marching or complaining that men were going to do to get to the place that black women were able to get. But um, from what I understand, it was something to the degree of, um, you know, the world is watching this now and the world was watching this then. So America had to give some kind of concession to say, no, we're not treating these people like second class citizens here, black people, a.k.a. black women, opportunities. OK, but you don't Let think me... the rest of the world who knows how the world works and nature and all of that, you don't think that the rest of the world saw, OK, yeah, but you're offering it to women, though. You know exactly what you're doing. They act, no, people in America don't see that now. Well, like, can I ask? Um, people act like the only people who see that are here on this panel, like right now. No, that's that's part of the thing, Miss J. I would like to ask you something because you, I think you're the youngest woman on the panel. Um, okay. 
when I said earlier, initially, like initially black men invested in black women, did do do older women tell you that? Have older women told you that? No. That's part of the breakdown right there. They no, the, what the thing to. that we were told, the thing that we were told is that um a lot of the opportunities that we got was because of Title IX. When the government basically changed the laws and basically set aside certain um, criteria, certain grants, certain um, job opportunities specifically for women. It so just happened? so happened because we're, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, it just so happened because we're, because we're black and because we're women, we basically benefited from both the, the feminism thing with the Title IX and also with the civil rights um, era of us also getting those kind of protections. That's but that was at a time when I've women still weren't considered woman. capable you know of doing both, anything. So why would came. they offer that to women instead of men? They did not believe I, in women. They offered it to men. No, I mean, I've to never women. heard women admit I'm, that when, uh, men have um, aided them in, you know, getting to where they are. Saying, Nor have not, I heard them, you know, give any acknowledgement. But I saw it myself. I saw the men aiding the women myself. So I guess right, I did, me did too. You want to spell it out? Right. That's what I'm saying. It was the civil rights. It was the civil rights in the late '60s that black women got certain rights from the black side, and then there was the. Um, uh, the women's suffrage movement and stuff, not the, not the end of the women's suffrage movement in the 70s, where we got those rights from being a woman. So that's basically how I was explained to us, how we got certain things, being so, black and being women. No one ever said to me that we got it because of investments from black men. But if black men were working and they were the ones paying into taxes, where did the money that was given to you through Title IX come from? Like, let me, let me, let me scale this back and then I'm gonna get off it. Cause I know it's a lot, there's probably a lot of people in the back chat. Have you ever noticed when you watch older movies that have women that like go to school and become things you ever notice it's like a dad working on a farm or a janitor or, you know, uh -huh. a garbage man. Uh -huh. And he's putting it yep. and he's like, I'm a, I want my girls to be in school and I want them to do this. Mm -hmm. This, you know, that was a norm. Mm -hmm. So, and that was prior to title nine. It, it, it even prior to enduring civil rights, that was an actual norm. This this is why the vast majority of older women who went to college, they don't have student loans like that because it was getting paid True. for by, by the, most importantly, the, the father. And if you got multiple yes. children, they got you in a certain position to make enough money to help your siblings go to school. Do you think, though, that those same women that, you know, the men worked hard for and paid to, for them to go to school or sacrifice, um, that once they were in a position where they were like the primary breadwinners, that they somehow looked down upon their husbands? I don't. Because that, that's what I was going to ask. Is there like a, a, they did. They did. a correlation between the amount of money that a woman makes and the respect? that she has for men in general based on her lack of need. Because that's what I see in general. I'm a, well, back I'm in the day, said that college day, is cheaper women... and it, it was, yeah. it was like $3,000. Right. So that is true. Um, but, you know, to have to work extra hours in order to pay for it, um, that that's still, you know, a sacrifice. That's, that but, but that's, it was a lot. It was a lot. It, it, was, it, was, it was cheaper in, in our sense of inflation. We 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 we're looking at it the price of everything now. 
Everything no, was, it was cheaper right. before. Yeah, no, no, it was cheaper. It was like a hundred times cheaper. Right, it was a hundred times cheaper. But we know the price of the, we're talking about the same times when you can get groceries for a dollar. Up to the same time you can get groceries for fifty dollars. When cars were five thousand. You could graduate. But I'm saying people were talking about going to UCLA and paying nine hundred dollars a year. Uh, yeah, the, right. The I mean, it was like. It was right. it was crazy cheap back in the day. Yeah, that, inflation has uh, you know is, is a part of it, but but college like even if you compare the living wage to the livable wage today, like there's a you know it's a big uh, difference. A I, yeah, there's a yeah. disparity between what they're talking. Yeah, the baby boomers, the baby boomers had it the best. That but that's like but, I'm I'm sorry I'm gonna say this, and now I'm really gonna get the hell out of it because I was trying to answer the question. <laughs> I'm gonna answer the question about the breadwinner thing, right? I don't think most women. Most women consider themselves breadwinners, but they have outside help. Wait, they how? You call it subsidizing. See, see, see a, a, a bread like when a okay, we got a breadwinner was as a was as a term used not for men. Like if you get in section eight, we ain't no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not talking. I'm, talk, I'm talking about when a man is a breadwinner, he's covering all his bills, right? Okay. He's also. If he's dating somebody with somebody, he's providing for them too. When a woman's a breadwinner, she can cover all her bills and she's getting subsidies from other guys who, who are courting her. She at has, least entertainment she, she, she fund a, at the very she least. Has, she has dating income to, to subsidize, you know, saving money. Men who are breadwinners don't save money by dealing with women. Women who are breadwinners save money by dealing with men. Well, see, the thing I'm gonna think that, is, like that, yeah, okay. Well, well, I'll let you go. Um, yeah. uh, you, LA, you, thank you so much for coming up. But I, I just want to—I'll say this comment as you, you, you know, while you exit out. Okay. But um, I think that that's like such a small amount. Like, okay, yeah, entertainment, but like that's optional. I don't have to go to you know dinner at Ruth Chris. Or I don't have to do whatever. It's so, not a small. Like, you don't have to, but you get to. And Ruth Chris is not small. a small amount of money, though. It's, what, no, not, it's not I'm a small like, amount, period. Because like, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Not only that, money. not so only what that. Percent, what percent? What percent of you know your your money that you receive every month is that deducting? So ten percent. Well, hold on. We're talking about. Well, first of all, we have to establish if how that, pretty are you. Okay. So, but if we're courting or we're dating, then you gotta like one person assumes or hopes. That it's just you that they're dating, but how many women are dating one dude? It depends on the woman. And then if that money is real to you, that's more reason for you to date more dudes. I don't think that it's like enough to where it can be calculable to where you're like, oh well, what, you, but it's the difference between it. But it's the difference between whether it's there. But it, the point is, it's there, and it's not like a you get to save some money. It's you get to save some money. And somebody else gets to lose some money, yeah, money that they could be using to someone, pay off their student loans, right. invest in their business, and get, get off the that. ground. However, when you're dating someone in the very beginning stage, yes, a man is making far more of an investment financially than the woman is. But generally, as the dating progresses, at least for me and every man that I've ever dated, you go out a lot less and you're cooking more often than okay, not. Hold, and okay. to you. So but now, but now, but now you're not. You're, but but you're not. You're not. You're not. Even factoring in how many you how many times do you go on do you date somebody where it progresses to the point to where things get to be less my point is that you could say you had three boyfriends 
But within those three boyfriends, you could have been on 50 first dates with dudes you didn't like. That's not my experience. So maybe that's why I'm not processing, you know, what he's saying because most of the guys I dated, I ended up in long-term relationships with. But I get that's not the reason I I process. That's not nonetheless. it's not the reason yet you're not processing because at the end of the day, come back in. Well, regardless of how many, yeah, regardless of how long somebody dates somebody, at the end of the day, women's agenda has been the same. When they date somebody, and the more the relationship comes together, the guy ends up moving in with the woman, whether it's through a marriage or not through a marriage, and he ends up paying more money anyway. Women have mm-hmm. always been subsidized, and women have always, on a regular basis, for the most part, they take credit as if they did stuff alone. I've heard so many married women try to claim that they were single mothers and did it by themselves, yet I knew the ex-husband and how much he was involved. So they lying themselves, talking about they did it all. No, that dude was paying alimony and child support, and he was coming over there taking care of things because his kids lived there on a regular basis, yeah. and you saved a gang of money. But you're just a liar because you want to feel like you've been in the struggle, and you want to talk and be a part of the, who, the Black Women Collective about how many single mothers. I've never heard... I've, I've never heard a woman say, oh, you have kids. I don't want to take food out of your kid's mouth. Wait a minute. If you haven't been married and you've never been in that situation as a man or a woman, I really don't think that qualifies you to speak on what happens oh. within a person's household because you, you um, qualify to speak on anything you know about. Let me finish my point. The problem is you don't really know what goes on inside of a household with the man and the woman because y'all act like men don't lie about how much shit I'm they do. I'm telling you, I do. You, you can see when a man posts up pics on social media and say, <laughs> okay, he's a father, but you don't really know the ins and outs. So we need to stop. I, uh, I just said what I know, and I just use examples of people I actually know. I just said I literally knew the man and what he was doing. I literally said that. You know, yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, the truth. Okay, but the truth Back of the matter is, for, said, go, go ahead. The, the, the point, the point God. is, the agenda is the same, and regardless of what you're talking about. Were you talking about the civil rights movement? If you're talking about stuff that came after the civil rights, the point is, the agenda has been the same. Black women's agenda has been for themselves, and what they really want to do is replace white women, but they can't do it because you cannot maintain white supremacy with black babies. But at the end of the day, the agenda has been the same. No, I'm not not, not reaching. Yes, they do. Yes, they they do. But can I... Yes, they do. What evidence do do. you have to support that notion? The fact that that um, that anytime you deal that when you have white men in the same position as black men, that white man is elevated and the black man is talked about like he's a dog. That happens on a regular basis. Dude can be doing they could be at the same job and be, if he's white, he's a great guy. If he's a black guy, he's a bum. Now at, at okay. the end of the day, but, like I said, the agenda the, the agenda has never changed for black women. When whatever they get. They have been selfish with it. It has been for them. It's not about the collective. It's we always been for them. As a group of women that we have had the nerve to be selfish with, Roger, mm. what have we acquired? Uh, uh, 
you you acquire what you want. The fact that you uh, that most black women handle no no the fact that you handle money poorly, the fact that you handle money poorly is your own fault. But at the end of the day, the jobs you have gotten, the money you actually receive, you could do whatever you want to do with it. And at the end of the day, what do black women usually do with their money? They spend it on themselves. They're not worried about no community. Can I it's, okay, and, spend it on their kids, spend it on bills, yeah. spend nah, it on, but nah, what you do that spend on your spend it on their car notes and debt. It, it's a lot of women that uh, won't even spend on their kids. $2,000 weave as soon as we get out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When I found out how big the hair industry was, when I found out how big the hair industry was, yeah, that already yeah. told me right there, women don't really have much to complain about. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I think it's a drug industry, though. And that's been going on for longer than weed what, was popping. What does that have to do with the fact that black women are selfish with their money? What does that have to do with the fact that black women have always been selfish with their money? Tell me the correlation. Okay, can I interject about the, the truth about black Please. women and money? Please. Okay, the truth of the matter is people, for some reason, the black community keep talking about alimony and child support that black women get. That's a fallacy. Black women, for the most part, do not get alimony and they get very, they get the least amount of child support out of all the women. True. Also, with the money that we mm -hmm. make from our jobs, we make 57 cents for every dollar that a white man makes. Also, white women get 77 cents on the dollar. We get 57 cents on the dollar. We make less money than anybody, any other, any other woman. But we also pay more of the bills. So, of course, our money's not going to go as far. We have less of it and we have to make it go further. So, so that's the reason why we're going to have a lot of that as an excuse to be selfish. I know it's called math. Women did. It's called in math. No, it's not, it's in, not in, selfishness. In math. It's math. In, in, math, it's math. No, in math. In math, every dollar counts. So every time some dude is paying for something for you, that's one less thing you didn't pay for. Every time women get help with their car. My son wrong with my car, baby. Every time they show don't want. But for the most part, black women aren't getting the same. Every time a woman does what? Fix your meal. That's one one more meal that yeah, you have yeah. Uh, women ain't fixing a lot of no, meals. Where, yeah, where are these meals coming from? I don't know. Y'all okay. come across bums every time a woman. But also, I'm saying the studies also show. That's what they tell you to me. That's what the studies also show. We contribute the most. That doesn't apply to me. Hey, no, I'm just saying the studies. The studies okay, show that black women also contribute the most to household finances. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. This is not this is not like a nuance nuance uh, discussion because we're always whenever we're talking about black women, we're talking about black women for the most part. When we're talking about black men, you're usually talking about what they call them, pookies and ray rays, or That's black how men. Y'all like to make okay, it seem. No, it's, it's okay, all but black all women I'm saying when y'all say something about a black woman. But it's woman. not. But when we talk okay, about negative point, about black men, it's only but the point. Ray but the point like, is, the point is, if you're going to say that you're going to spend money on household finances or you do invest, it still matters on who you invest into. So if, by and large, the people who are in the chat and on this panel are a monolith, but you're going to talk about the things that in the interactions you've had with with black men that are not in this particular group or I'll call it they the productive group, group. They, they but are, we're not trying to talk about individualism the, 
We're talking I mean, about this is not, as a collective. Oh, no, this is not. This is not. But it's Y'all not a collective. Like it seem, it's though, not a collective. No, it is about the collective. It, it is about the collective. Hold on, hold on. It's true. not. And and that's my point earlier. The only thing that we're collective of as black people is the fact that we have darker skin, and that we have to feel we have to figure out a way to navigate the whole America thing. That's oh, the only thing that we have. That's in called the collective. What are you talking about? No, but we don't collectively navigate it the same way. And that's the okay. thing that separates us, separates us apart. You so, know and that's what and I was trying to say. One, we're not trying to, alive, you're, you're also, flipping we don't have you're a flipping set stuff around goal value sense. system. I, I, you know what? I'm sorry. It, that's I have my to point. Say this. The value system is important. I have to say this, um, um, Basilee. Um, you know, every time a, a woman, a black woman in this space says something about a negative experience that she's had with black men, it's because she picked them. When I see men in the chat that act like, uh, you know, it's an anomaly for a woman who cooks and makes them a meal or takes them out or does something nice for them or, you know, um, you know, it goes is. out of her way. <laughs> oh, like, then, then it's because y'all, that's who y'all picking. Like, there are good black no, women. No, no, that's why. That's why we don't well, pick any of y'all because you don't so, know it. That most of y'all are unpicked with I ain't never had a problem getting picked. Most, you know, go most women are unpicked. Hold on, hold on. That's hold on, why on. If you go, if place. you go, I cook. I, I don't have a problem cooking, and then I don't have a problem getting picked. That's a correlation. Bam and bam. Okay, question to the men. Um, so how how soon after y'all take a woman on a date do y'all pay some of her bills? Go. <laughs> There's no correlation between taking somebody on a date and paying their bills. No, I, no, but y'all expect so much shit up front. They don't cook. They don't clean. They, and what, I is, this, what is I, what is cooking in relation to a date? Wait a minute, Mr. Like Black. If a I'm man sorry. takes you out on a date, why was that even feel, brought up? Too much to ask. I'm sorry. After Excuse you know, they'll act like if they take you out on a date. If they take you somewhere nice and they ain't taking you to the coffee shop and then trying to fuck later, it's a problem. And but y'all invest, y'all y'all don't want to invest in good women. So then y'all so, won't be city. Me personally, then- I don't have any experience with the coffee shop. Like I don't I don't do that at all. So but I'm talking about if you're taking somebody out to what say like cheesecake cheesecake factory, how many cheesecake factories can you do before you get spaghetti? At the crib. You know what? I have to say this. It depends upon the tone that you set. You set the expectations for, you know, how everything is supposed to go. You're the man. You're the one that's betting accountability. They don't know. That sounds like a I'm saying when you go when you go to the cheesecake factory. Like I'm saying if you go to the cheese that you don't allow. You my point, my point is you this. Just like she's vetting you. I'm not saying, but I'm here's my thing. I'm not saying that if I take you on, let's say, three dates, that you have to cook something. What I am saying is that if you choose not to cook something, then I can choose to say, okay, you're you're not feeling me like that. Let me take my talent somewhere else. And cooking is not specific. It could be anything. But there has to be some type of reciprocity in order for it to be a relationship. But then don't complain about getting reciprocity if you haven't set the standard. The problem is y'all kind of go about shit like a woman knows what she's supposed to do. And it's kind of like how every man is different. So you set the expectation. 
but, but there's a difference. Yeah, but there's a so, difference between something and nothing, though. So it's not like she cooked the wrong dinner or she didn't make me the right sandwich. It's just a thing to say that I care about you as just in general as a person. Oh my gosh. If you guys are coming across, if you're good men, thinking men, productive men, and you're coming across women who after multiple dates is not displaying that she cares about you, then if you're not um, ditching her, they then that's get on they okay. but, what you're, but what you're saying is this, but what you're saying is this, this is not our conversation. We can look at the statistics of what you're saying. And then we see that the statistics are people are dating out as a result. They date now yeah, because the woman it, ain't making them a sandwich. They, they, there's, <laughs> yes. a lot, there's a lot of reasons Why? that black women. Because I never, I've never heard of, I've never heard seen a person in an interracial relationship complain about not getting like basic things like that. I've never heard that story. There's a lot of reasons that people aren't picking black women to be married. It's, as a general rule of society, you don't marry a black woman. That that's oh, wow. a statistic. That's a statistic that you can look at the statistics and show. Do men in general marry black women? If you look at who's married, that's black, and that's Do a black woman. Men in the answer marry? is no. no, no, no. The answer is no. No, in America, men don't marry black women. Period. It's not a color thing. It's not like men are knocking over black men saying, hey, I want to marry that sister. Get out of my okay. damn way. That's not happening. Men don't marry black women in general. Now, if you want if you want a man to marry you, especially black men, then you got to do some of the things that black men want. And every time we say something, if you're going to give a man a pushback every time they start talking about something they want, of course, you. Is we see why women are getting married. Well, that we doesn't see. apply to me, because I give you pushback I, when you I, generalize on black women. I didn't say your name. Everything that you, I didn't say your name, but you're not married But I'm spelling it out. I didn't say your name, and you're not married either. But my fiance is downstairs, and he got okay, me to me once you're married. Tell me once you're married. I don't have a problem. I don't Tell me once you're you're married. not even married, so, so you're not qualified to I say I was. You haven't if even I had a long-term relationship. I've been in a relationship with my man. I've been in a relationship with now longer than any woman that you've ever been in a relationship okay, with. So you're not my thing is this. And, and, and that's not a brag. That is not a brag. That means that man is still what is a brag. It is. You know what? You're talking about your deficiency to me trying to attack me. You're talking to me about your deficiency. Because when you tell me as a woman, when you tell me as a woman the man won't marry you, you're talking I, to wait, me what did, about I, a deficiency. I did not tell you that. What are you, you talking about? about? What are you talking about? That's your assumption. Are you married or not? Are you married or not? Are you married or not? Because I chose the house. That's why. Are you married or not? Are you married or not? Are you? Are you, you keep talking about what's your the relationship you've been in. Again, listen, what's the listen to me, Rose. Cocky Rose, listen to me very carefully. If I found a woman I thought was worth marrying, I marry her. The problem is that I ain't found one worth That says a lot about you as a black married. man because no, y'all have y'all pick says, any woman in the says, world. Y'all have no, y'all pick you know any woman it, in the it, world. It says, 
it says a lot about black women in general. Kevin Kevin Samuels just on his show talking about how he represents top twenty percent men, and he said they want to marry sisters and can't find them either. But you said you're not married. Y'all have y'all pick of any woman I, in the world. It don't I'm have to be a black woman pick, though. I'm not gonna pick a woman that's unworthy of marriage to marry. So out of all the women in the world, you ain't found a woman worthy of marriage. We ain't even just uh, talking no, about no. black women. First of all, first of all, my I, I wouldn't marry a non-black woman. That's not what my interest is. If I wanted to marry a non-black woman, I'd be married years ago. I'd go get married okay, tomorrow and marry non-black women. women. I can get married. I can get married tomorrow if I want to marry a black woman. I got multiple to What's pick from if I want to get married. I can take them down to a courthouse right now. Go <laughs> What's the hold up? I don't want to take to marriage, so that wouldn't be an option for me. We could go thing. out in my backyard just, and be I, married I, I, today. Okay. Oh, okay. Regardless, it ain't happening. That's my point, Rose. Because I chose not to. You, okay, okay, you, say all, you say that all you want, but you keep you keep saying you're a fiance, but you ain't married. So you don't even know what I'm trying to the problem, you don't even have a girlfriend. You Rose, your problem, your problem is you, you came at black me. man who ain't married, period, shouldn't be talking slick to a black woman for not being Coffee married. Because you, that's the Rose. case, you in a lesser boat than me. Yes, if, guess if, what, Cocky Rose? You're not even in the same boat that I'm in. You're in a lesser boat than I'm in. Cocky Rose, guess what? At the end of the day, when you get to saying all you said, I'm dealing with multiple women. When I find what I want, I'll marry her. Until they were You're the other, they certainly not, not closer to the aisle than I am. That's for sure. A man ain't ever far from the aisle. The woman keeps him from you. Not you. Not even in a committed long term relationship. A man is never far from the aisle. It's the women that keep him from you. Just said you're dating multiple women. I, I a mean, man, you don't even have a perspective. I, you haven't. You haven't asked a woman to marry you, not, you so you're, you're farther you're not, than I am. You're not listening, Conqueror. Conqueror, you're not listening. You're I haven't asked because she hasn't qualified. I haven't asked because she hasn't qualified. When men state that they like or dislike in a general conversation like now. Shout out to you, Doug. Thank you so much for the cash app. Excuse me for the super chat. First of all, I don't personalize everything that every man says. You there personalize me. Yeah, you because personalize well, me. I, he, I, the question is to women. So let me respond. He, I, I do not personalize everything that every man on the panel says. Roger constantly attacks black women and you always has something to say me. about black women. And then he tries to throw I, it I in and I caught it. And you? that's it. I didn't That's say it. nothing personal you about you. You threw a dig. No, I did not. I no, I did not. Yes, you did. Yes, you no, did. you took it as a dig. I didn't say nothing personal about you. It's I don't go on no. I I don't go on nobody's show talking about anybody in a personal way, and I don't even allow people but to come on my platform. Did. So because I was I don't even, responding to I, your dig, then no, that's the problem. I did I not throw question. a dig at you. You took it that way because that's you. Sister George. Sister George. Sister George. Um, so my question is when you're, uh, having these kind of discussions, I guess, uh, on your own in private, what is black women's in general? What's the plan? What's like the 10, 15 year plan? Okay. So let me tell you, and this is what I wanted to get down to. These bitches are going to start using witchcraft on y'all. So y'all going to lose either way. And I know y'all don't want to believe that. Because when you're saying that's, is, that's not a bad idea. What you're saying is, <laughs> is, is, is we're still, we're still like, they're over here arguing. Like there's going to be a, a, a conclusion or resolution to their argument, no, but no, whatever no, it is, it's still, it's no, a no, frying pan. No, into a fire situation. Wait, wait uh, you so what did you say? Whatever, what? 
it still sounds like a frying pan into a fire situation. It really is because there really isn't a viable solution. Because uh, we get black people, we can't hardly agree on the shit that we agree on. Because and there is a viable yeah. solution. There's plenty of solutions. I think there are viable solutions, but I think getting everybody on board to subscribe to those solutions is a whole other. Okay, so here's the thing. What 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 is the what is the plan that keep uh, given the factor that men have testosterone, so we don't have to do anything that we don't want to do, huh? like physically? What is the plan that you're saying? Hey, let's all do this. This will be good for you guys and for the group. So I have a question. I, you know, I think that's a fair question, Basil, but. Shouldn't being that you know the that we the black community is a matriarchy, quote unquote, um, <laughs> shouldn't the men be spearheading the planning? No, men well, have just, feet. Hey, hold on, hold so on. Here's what I'm saying. He just asked the question. He just asked a question, and we can't even get a sister just to even answer a question. Yet you talk about no. male leadership. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me answer. Let me answer. Let me answer. Let me answer. I'm not attacking. I'm pointing it out. Let me answer. Let me answer. Let me answer. My thing is, we're let's let's deal with with just what's real because we can talk about the ideals of what a man is supposed to be all day. The only the thing Haitian, that's real. I've been in two long-term relationships. Two. <laughs> my current one and my last one. What are you talking about? So hmm. the thing, um, the the reality is men have testosterone and we have feet. Okay? It's illegal for us to use uh, testosterone to fight and do all that kind of stuff. So we can't, like, him you up by the neck and say, you're going to listen. That That's not what can happen. So all we can do is stay here and deal with whatever it is that you have for us to deal with or go somewhere else and either be alone or deal with what somebody else has for us to deal or go somewhere else. And then whoever follows us, we, they deal with us on our terms. Once we get over to that gated community out there. You know what? Um, Bethany, I actually think that seems to be what's happening right now. Um, people are basically hanging up with the people that they can care with and getting with the people that they can get with and moving on about life. But collectively, it doesn't really seem going anywhere because it doesn't agree on shit. And, um, you get that feedback, uh, Danny. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, I can't understand like, you right now. A lot of feedback. But oh, I did want to, I'm still hearing it. Are you uh, hitting like, the microphone or something? Yeah, that's what it sounds what, like. Well, see, what see the point is, you, if if you want if you want people to actually be married, first of all, oh, you got to have an agenda to do so in the first place. And if if women want to marry black men, then they're gonna have to deal with the black man's agenda, regardless of which one they deal with. Period. Okay, so if it's not your agenda, it's not gonna work out. The black man needs to have an agenda, but I do. Black men do have fair. one. So okay. hold on, that's so, fair. That's what my, okay, Roger, that's what my earlier point was to Basil. That's what I asked. Like, shouldn't the black man be the one in charge of the planning? It wasn't an insult. It wasn't well, a dig. I'm okay. asking that. I so, didn't think that so, all, all I said was black men have agendas. 
So All here's the thing. Black men have a gender. Here's the thing. Okay, yeah. So a man, if you're going to deal with a man, if you're going to if okay, I'm not attacking you on anything. I didn't attack you about a question. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't attack you earlier until you mentioned me. I didn't say nothing about you first until you mentioned Roger. So 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 as a general statement, every man, especially, is going to deal with a female. He should have an agenda, uh, uh, an ethos, um, a place to go, uh, what do you call it, uh, a promised land that he's getting, trying to get to in a way that he thinks that he can get there and then offer that up to whatever female that he's trying to take with him. And that that would make sense. But it's it's one thing for one person to do it. And then it's another thing for that to be a value system and a culture amongst people. So I can have a friend, a mentor E or something like that, and I can tell it to that person. Mm -hmm. But until it becomes, this is code for this is how we do things. And it becomes code for women to acquiesce and present themselves. Or put it like this, if I'm carrying a cart, and I'm walking, I got a cart, and I want a woman to come on with me on a cart, I don't want a woman who's heavy. Because mm-hmm. I'm carrying the cart. Well, I wanted to answer your question. In my opinion, I think that it is imperative for Black men to have a an agenda as opposed to allowing women to um, develop a plan and say, this is what we want Black men to do. So you come in and sit down and you, you follow these instructions. I think that that would... Um, basically create a circular effect and we would in 10 years see exactly what we're seeing today. Um, okay, Rose, if that, that, if Rose, okay, if but, that agenda, if that agenda, if that agenda um, has nothing to do with you, are you still okay with it? Um, yeah, because the, okay. I, I would be okay with it. Um, Blitz 7094 says black women, black women love to argue a power struggle and argue rather than please their man. That's why they're least married. Um, I'm not sure if you were referring to me, Blitz, but there's no power struggle in my home. Um, when well, I he hear said negative- black women. Okay, but I said I'm not sure if he's referring to me, but I'm going to respond anyway since it's my since I'm the host. Um, however, there's no power struggle in my home and I'm not trying to, um, um, I'm not trying to get involved in a power struggle with every guest on the panel. Some guests like to point out everything negative about black women and it is triggering and it is bothersome, i.e. hence my response. But, um, I think the other part of what I was going to say, um, before complex chimed in is that I do think that it is important for black women to, um, um, also develop a strategic plan regarding black women though like basically you know um, reiterating the same things that black men you know um, want and what every man would want just basically mm-hmm. you know common respect and you know um, submission and things of that nature so going down the line and also saying to black sisters and other black women um, you know, this is our plan for moving forward, but it should be specific to black women, whereas black men should develop, in my opinion, should develop a plan 
for black men as well as the black community. Okay, and I so have here's, input here's on what that should be for black women because the pushback that I get when I talk to black women, I'm sick of it. And so okay. what I tell black women is we stay in our place. We don't jump in their line. And so whatever they choose to do with that, stop calling each other stupid if some guy doesn't appreciate what it is that you're bringing to the table when you're bringing something to the table that can help the overall community. But the pushback I get from women is that oh well men do it too and you got to play their game no i don't have to play their game i'm choosing to opt out i don't have to i don't have to do what they do i'm not going to do that and i shouldn't have to let them not appreciating what it is that i do change me but when i tell other women that they want to try to argue with men and say oh well i'm gonna fight him back okay well you're gonna lose that battle i'm not willing to throw good energy after bad if i already done got fucked over in a relationship why am i gonna keep going back and forth arguing with this dude when i could just let him go and then i have a better chance now he's out my face i can now get a dude in my face who's gonna appreciate what it is that i'm doing so when i talk to women I, I when y'all mentioned women having a plan for ourselves that would be my plan for us to get in line with what nature says that can help us to win because it's something we're not going to win no matter what we do our the inability that we've shown regarding vetting but i do want to say something to topaz's point and then i'll shut up and let you respond um i do think that it is important and this is even a message for myself that it is important to when we're interacting with people to not lower yourself to your lesser self because you know they're acting indignant or they're you know behaving in a in a um in a um, tacky way or, you know, not tactful or whatever. I do think that it is, that is an important point, you know, not lowering yourself to your lesser self in order to respond in kind to someone who is not, you know, displaying um, positive character traits. Okay. Right. And, that's, and that's all I'm telling issue. women. That's Look. all I say, but they get so mad at me. All I'm saying is we don't have to change. We don't have to, like, if he didn't, if he didn't respect it, if he didn't appreciate it, then, oh, well, you know, forget him. He's going to be left out there in the cold unless there's some woman that's willing to go back and forth with him and argue like that until they die. I, ha I however, am not one of them. So what I'm saying is I'm going to stay on my square. And then when once he's out of my face because he's tired of, you know, not getting the argument and the pushback that he's expecting, then I can get a dude in my face that would appreciate what it is that I'm doing. I'm not going to argue with him. That to me is throwing good energy after bad. I already gave him okay. enough energy. I'm good. Okay, right, I've been so, trying to talk since I've been here. And I, and every time I'm talking, somebody's trying to talk to me. Can I get a minute? I didn't know. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm not. I didn't say your name, Topaz. You're good in my book. But see, the, the point the point is this. We got men with agendas all day long. If you don't want to deal with a man that has an agenda, that's where your problem comes in. It's not that women can't find a man with an agenda. The issue is they don't want the man who has the agenda because he's had, he's trying to do something and they just don't want to be a part of it. It's just that simple. Now, if you if you we can check, we can check on the fathers of children to show that men without agendas have been having babies all day long. So the issue is not the fact that men don't have agendas. The, the problem is women don't want to be with the men because they have an agenda. That's two totally separate things. And my thing is I'm not going to have this picture painted like black men just ain't got no agenda. It's plenty of us with agendas. You have to want to be on the agenda because this is not uh, this is not other places in the world where they just go beat you upside your head until you figure out you're about to follow his agenda. 
It's not those players. Here yeah. is all voluntary. <laughs> Women are not victims. Women are doing exactly what they mean to do. And as I said before, yeah. since long ago, just having as a group. Well, wait a minute, Roger. And I'm saying, Roger. I just wanted to say to add injury to insult. If you actually are that guy, they will actually tell you that you are either a an anomaly or two, you don't exist. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they I sure know y'all exist, they? and I but, know y'all uh, exist individually. But, but I was saying black men as a group, and that's why I was a asking Basil the question because I was we were talking about like kind of group economics. So I was saying black men as a group should come up with their own agenda, whereas black and an agenda okay. for the community and black women. But, so, so here's the problem with that concrete road. Hold on, Roger. Let me get this. Hold on. I will finish up real quick. Here's the here's the problem with that. Our uh our structure isn't. Uh, as a community isn't set up for that to happen. Um, usually, usually the way that works that out is in the nuclear family. So you have the woman, the mother taking the daughters, they're like cooking and stuff. And they're creating a, 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 um, like an ethic, like this is how you treat a man, your brothers, your father, your uncles and such. And then you got the father, right, he right. take them out fishing and da, 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 da. The problem with this, and I don't want to say it like this, but if you're dealing with a dude and then and you have a child, male or female, and you decide to run that man out because that's what is happening more and more these days, two things have happened. Now you don't have the man there to be that example for the son. You don't have the man there to, for you to be an example of how to treat that man for the, for the daughter. And you're the person who decided that the man wasn't valuable enough to keep around in the first place. So that's the ethic that usually ends up getting passed down to the daughter. So now we're in a solid, at least second generation of women, of adult women now, 21 and up, that were raised by women who didn't think enough about men well, in the first place. I, I, okay. I think we got this. I think we got all of these details already. I mean, we. We get lost in the weeds, delving into the goddamn minutia all the time, mm -hmm. and, well, and I'm saying, I, I think, and I'm saying is that we're, we're beyond all that shit, okay? I mean that that now that's part of objective reality. You can see it every day, right? See, well, so my my point is that my point is that that plan, her plan, would work for like every other ethnicity. That's but for why this we need one, to, for, for this one, it needs like a different, a different. Like-minded people. That's why we need separate communities with like-minded people. So you that's what I'm saying. What? What's the plan can for make, this specific this? situation? You have to. You uh, have me, to. Me, go ahead, Roger. Go ahead. Okay, I wanted to finish a small point because at the end of the day, I keep saying the agenda never changes. This is the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter: Black people came over here as slaves. Period. You know what I'm saying? We dealt with slavery. When slavery ended officially in 1865, Black folks were forced to deal with each other. Black people progressed the most between 1865 and 1964 when there was generally black male leadership in household, period, regardless of what people feel about it. Okay, since, and in since 64, women have went back to the agenda they want. Their agenda is not to be under black male leadership. They do want to replace white women and be with white men. And they show it based on their actions because when black men do stuff for black women, they don't even care about it. Just like LAR was just using an example of Miss J. Did the, did the sisters tell you about the sacrifices me and made back in the day? No, they didn't tell me. Of course they didn't tell her. That's, that's a common thing that no one talks about the sacrifices that men have made uh, uh, time in and time out, day after day, year after year. 
and, and so on and so forth. So we are now at a point where black women do not want to follow black male leadership because when men have agendas and they're trying to get something done, they have they, they have a lot less to pick from than the men without an agenda. Men without an agenda seem to have no problem putting babies all over the place. Men that respect <laughs> themselves and want an actual wife want to have an actual wife, children, and the family, they can't find a woman that they want to marry. And then, like I said, Kevin Samuel said something about the top 20% of black men that he represents. So we're talking about the best of our best. And they saying they want to marry sisters, and they got to go through all kinds of trouble just to find a sister to marry, because they can't just generally find one just regularly operating in life. Okay, The agenda is clear. So, but you know, you know why that exists, though, is because if during that period of time, if people were still able to remember the horror that they just came out of, they remembered who the real threat is. Now the lines have been blurred. And you know why that is, is because we didn't pass down the stories because people feel like they don't have to talk to nobody. They feel like they don't have to explain themselves. And that is a problem. And so for me, that's what I'm thinking that the issue is, is that people are forgetting who the real enemy is. If we want to get back to that, now not only were the men in charge, yes, I hear that, but the right. second and thing behind that was that they remember. Them, okay. So we're not going to see them in the same light as our ancestors. All right. So here's my um my plan. Because I asked you, like, what is your plan? And it would be, like, uh, messed up to not have a plan. Now, my plan doesn't work for everybody. So, and it's kind of like what's going on, but I feel like there's a certain level of validity to it. The men that are, we're just going to use the word productive, need to, I guess, gain the courage to get together and go over there into that gated community and set up an environment that would be feasible. And then for the women that come over, those women can come over, be properly vetted and everything else like that. What? Black women are going to have to understand that over there in that community is going to be a lot of other kind of women. And they're going to have to be formatted to be um, to get along with the other kind of women that are in that community. And And then the women that that choose not and the women that choose not to come over, they can stay in the elephant graveyard and do what they do. And unfortunately, it's going to be a lot of kids that's going to be lost in the sauce doing that. I agree with that. And let me just let me just say this. I'm not uh, Edward Anderson. I'm not blaming white supremacy. I'm, I'm not saying that that's the reason. What I am saying is pe- black people weren't paying attention. I, this has I I don't care what white supremacy it wouldn't exist if we didn't give it the power. White supremacy does have a hand though, but we, but, but we it wouldn't exist. I agree. And also that is still a, a, a lack of accountability. Like we need to address the, the controllables and the variables right. that you know, exactly. we can. We can't tell them what to do. So we need to take, we need to sh- control our response to it. So day, I know why it sounds like that, but that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm sorry. I just want to say that what? before the coming went away, but I just want y'all to know that's not what I'm doing. I don't, I don't care about what white people are saying or what they're doing. What I care about is our reaction to it. My point is black women. My, my only point was black women have an actual agenda and we talk we're having this conversation as if they don't have the agenda that they clearly have through everything we we've, we've been seeing for all these years we, we didn't had decades of experience of what's going on we know what's going on sisters I have the agenda. With that. that's why they're their own constituency just like we said earlier uh, that was i me. think the uh, and, primary agenda is that we want to remain in a position of power 
um, to the detriment of our communities and our families. Then can we talk about that position then? If that's well, the reality, try, if, that, if, that, if that's the reality, if that's the reality right there, then my logical question, and again, I, you know, I hate to harp on this whole intelligence thing. What incentive do I have to deal with you? Like, I, I mean, come on, really? Black people like, don't have I an think, incentive to work with each other. No, no, that's no, no. The whole problem. I, I, well, so, so that, 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 okay, so that then begets the question, right? Because, like I said. See, what you guys don't understand is you are your own constituency. This is a new paradigm. I think what mm -hmm. we're trying to do is we're trying to overlay a, 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 tradition, a, a, a traditional relationship facade over a female empowerment narrative. And, mm -hmm. yeah, we're getting a little bit of cognitive dissonance here. See, so mm -hmm. what I am proposing, I'm proposing just rewriting everything altogether. Right. Because, see, I'm going to tell you like this, for all of the talk, for all of the back and forth, for all of the yelling, for all the everything, it's wasted energy. You have no interest in giving up power. I have mm -hmm. no interest in playing support role to you. Mm -hmm. That's not in my DNA. OK, so we have to. So that works if you don't do it over here. You have to go over there, wherever over there is. I would. I, yeah, I'm saying. I'm like this. I'm, I'm. I'm all about. You're I'm not. all about. I'm all about the whole SYSBW, right? Like uh, seriously, <laughs> do what do do I what is do what is beneficial. Basil has a good point though, because we talk about, and I've seen people propose that you know some of these police departments are completely dismantled, um, and you start from scratch. I, I don't think that. I think that the black community as a whole is too far gone. I think that the best. Um, possible outcome would come from rebuilding, you know, individual co and, uh, communities so, outside. Of not so, so, so I'll say it like this, though. In all reality, uh, America ended like two and a half months ago. And yeah, there's no, there is it's no going to start. Like, no you're lucky. We're, we're, we're lucky that we can go to uh -huh. a store now and give them dollar bills, if we're being honest. Mm. We, you like, if we're being real, packs of cigarettes are probably worth more. Um, we will we will recontinue this America thing. I guess what is it, January twenty first, after the election, and we'll probably still call it the United States of America, but it's going to be like the first year of a completely different country. And I say all that to say that if ever there was a time to rewrite the foundational history of this country, oh, it would be I, in I this particular little window. And then the question is, how do you do that? And how do you do that like right now? You don't do it. You don't. Okay. And this is what I'm talking about. Okay. With well, this is, ah, stop it. Okay. New paradigm. Everybody's got agency. You do what, 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 what is in alignment with your agenda? This Fair notion enough. Uh, this notion, this silly notion, this silly idea of a community, we we are we we we, we like we we just basically confirmed it. What like an hour, hour and a half ago, or something like that. It it long ago been sold out. What are you saving? Yeah, the answer is to correct it because we don't no, have no, 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 the answer, go, the answer, no, 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 no
the unsalvageable. Okay. But no. Here's, well, in my but, opinion, that's the same because you're still like you're gonna no, create no, no. Something building something new from scratch. To, building something new from of. scratch. Building something new from scratch. And this is a guy who fabricates shit. Building something new from <laughs> scratch versus salvaging is two different things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you, if, you got, if you got, some if you got, if you got a cake, you burn it to the ground and build something completely new, or if you fix this one, either way, you can't just say, well, "Oh well, it doesn't the, exist anymore." It's but gonna the only issue with that, Topaz, the only issue with that is this: see, if you're going to do that, there is a line of logic you might want to follow. And there's a quote that I've, I've been using since I was probably about 10 years old. And uh, it was Albert Einstein who said it. You cannot solve a problem using the same level of intelligence that created it. It's the problem. Okay. So what that well, means is, is that, yeah, what that well, 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 right. well, well, I'm explaining it like this. We got to rethink every goddamn thing. And you have to take all variables, current modern and past into consideration. So there's not going to be any notion or any indication that we're going to somehow actually return to something. You have to create something new and you have to take all factors best. into consideration. That's the best well, this is what I've been anyways. saying. If we're creating, like, why would we go back to, to an old model when we have the chance to create something new? But the, okay. the, and the way Rose, I Rose, my, the man, Rose, so okay. my question to you, my request to you, Rose, would be, Given that you have one, an unwillingness to actually cede, you know, any sort of power or, ac or acquiesce it, right? And then on the other hand, there's 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 the other side, the other party who has no interest in playing support role, who has no interest in largely dealing with things that inhibit their ability to carry out their role. So you have an impasse here. So I don't I don't think that this is a I don't think this is a collective uh, um, uh, problem to solve. I think at yeah. this point but it becomes an, it becomes an individual get, one. You have to get with like-minded people. Like not everybody's okay. gonna be able to so, come. So here's I mean? the, so here's what you're doing though. You're we're going into this new phase and there's no, hey, let's rebuild this community. It's pretty much everybody's on their own, or if everybody's not on their own, every small group of people, like-minded groups of people are on their own, but to some degree it's going to be uh, separated by phenotypes and demographics. Okay. What so is, let me say, what is let me the, say the sentence that I normally tell what people. Is the what is the competence and the ethnic reputation that you're bringing into that situation to start something new? Okay, so what I'm, what I'm actually advocating for specifically, right? One, black people like to try to say, let's get back to our roots. First of all, that's not going to happen because we are too far removed. Slavery interrupted that, so it's gone. Let it go. Let's, let's figure out what we want our code to be right now, and it be something that we can all do and achieve and feel good about ourselves while doing it and getting there, and then we commit to that and make it a reality. Until we have something that we have done, for ourselves, we we can't go we can't go backwards, and going forward is going to be the same unless so, we so commit is, to something. Is ourselves black people or black women? Black for me, people. For me, it's black people. I okay. feel like so we the need first, to, we're not going to be able first, to achieve it separately. So the first the first point of that is has to be submission to black men. 
before anything else. Well, happens. I don't have a problem with that. And then when I talk to women about it, I, that's what I tell them. No, 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 no. That sounds no. good. That sounds good in theory, but we know that that comes with a package of caveats. And honestly, I'm not interested in that shit. The thing yeah, see, that's it, what I'm saying. So that's, that's the thing. The Why thing. would they listen to so, me if they know so, that there's not going to so, be anybody for them to submit so to? If, so if you're, if you're talking about Black people, then Black women have to work that out amongst Black women first. And that's what I do. That's what I, I do. Agree. But why would they listen to me? Black women need an agenda that's specific to Black women. But I think it was Complex that was saying he's not interested in that. And I wanted to hear his why. Wait, say that again, Rose. I'm sorry. Someone was saying they're not interested in that. The submission piece that that I don't know who it was. Um, and I wanted to know no, the why. No, no. It was, it was, it's kind of, well, well, look, when you listen to the conversations, right, about submission and all that shit, like, that's there's a there's a whole package of caveats like when you like when you hear it i don't I, it's not even a question that i even like entertain right like it's just either standard issue or no go um but to listen to to, to women talk about it it's something where it's like if, if any guy is pretty much hedging on your average modern woman to kind of just naturally be in that position i would say that you've pretty much got a, a, a long hard battle ahead of you and and my my ultimate point here is that a man's agenda in 2020 has nothing to do with women. That is that is, that is not- And we will handle that. that. Well, hold that's on, what hold I'm on, saying. Hold on. Hold on. We'll do okay. that. Wait, wait, hold on. And, and that's not to say that I'm speaking ill about women. That doesn't mean I have some sort of anti-woman or female position. My daughter's sitting right here, okay? But see, I, as a man, I know what it is that I'm gonna do, right? You see, I know that how I set my household up, my daughter has her own stock portfolio. She has all, she has a, she has a business. She has all awesome. these things, right? So, so check this out, right? You think I'm gonna deal with a woman who's gonna be battling me when I already know I got a plan for my life? Get the No, and I don't expect you here, okay? And, and the you fact, will the be a fool the, the fact, Right, and the fact of the matter is this, I have no interest, right? In engaging a group of women that I have to convince when I live it. Okay, so this is the reason why I espouse men having an agenda. Okay, if you guys can't rep, rec if you guys can't recognize men out here who are trying to do something, again, that's on you. And I'm okay. See, I don't blame you for your outcomes. I assume <laughs> you want them. You, you, we, we all deal with the people that we deal with willingly. We choose to do it. My assumption in my head is, well, you do what you do. So I assume that that's what you want. And I'm not going to question it. That's how I'm living. And I think we should all start living like that. I will respect everyone's decision to engage in who they choose to engage with. That is perfectly fine. It is just this. Look, at this stage of the game, it's more beneficial for men to create an agenda and pursue it for their gain and their benefit. And that whole community thing, hmm, it, it's not... <laughs> quite that's that's not what it is in 2020 i'm sorry and i hear you complex and that's why i'm not sitting around trying to convince you to do it what i'm saying is i talk to the I women agree with that and too, I, Topaz. I feel like like-minded people like people who want to practice group economics and who want to build uh you know with with other black people like that's why i'm very specific in my language when i talk about and i hope that this does become a reality us building our own communities outside of the existing black community with productive 
thinking, you know, like-minded. People. And what I do is I tell women that, okay, if the men are leaving, okay, you can't stop them. They're grown. But what you, what we as women need to do is do what we're supposed to be doing. And either they'll come back or they won't. Don't do it to try to force them to come back. That's with the wrong attitude. And you're going to be pissed off. And that's where you get women who then say, oh, this wasn't worth it. And then they stop other women from doing what we're supposed to be doing anyway. So my point when I talk to women is let's do what we're supposed to do, what's, what's available to us, what's going to be sustainable. That is the thing that I look for is the, the arguing and the fighting and the competing with men is not sustainable because at some point we're going to have to stop and do some woman things like give birth, like, you know, all, all of the stuff that we do that y'all don't do. And we're going to have to take time out from the battle to do that. So why even go down a, a road that you know is not going to get you the victory anyway? It's a waste of time. So I tell women, let's do what we're supposed to do, regardless of whether or not the men stay here or not. Either way, we did what we were supposed to do. Don't let not being seen or appreciated and all of that stop you from doing what you were designed and supposed to be doing. And, and, and Tobaz, the, the, just to kind of follow up on that, you know, there's a lot of brothers, right, who did that they, quote unquote, what they were supposed to do, right? And I know that. There was, there, no, no. And, I, and what I'm saying is that the result was they were told, right, they were basically the rejects, non-selects and all that type of shit. So, um, I'm just kind of painting a picture of just the new reality of black culture. Um, it's there, there. Then you, you I have you complex, but I feel like it doesn't have to be that way. I'm not ready to say that it, that's it, what it is uh, yet. You're saying it, that's it, what it, it is now. Topaz, I'm saying, saying it, is it doesn't already. have to be that way. No, no, Topaz, it already is that. It did. Yeah, and I'm not saying, I'm not willing to say that yet. No, no, it didn't have to be that maybe 20, 30 years ago. Right. But in 2020, this is what it is. And, you know, what I'm trying to get you to do is, is that if you can accept it, then. And that, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, and that's the you thing. Can, if you I, can accept I'm it, not ready to say that yet. Well, well, I'm, I'm telling you, you should, because if you, the sooner you I can know, accept I something. You. Yeah, the sooner you can accept something, right, the sooner you can. Um, but I have to try. Right, you got you can create resolution, right? Like I don't shy away from shit. It's like okay, I look at it objectively and I say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. How do I fix that? How do I come up with a solution? But you're it? a man complex. I'm a woman. I, I don't think that way. Well, I okay, but well, again, well but, I mean, go ahead. Shout, shout out to everybody. Oh, hey, Ulysses. Well, I mean, I get what Ulysses is trying to say, and even we're all adults, so the I'm. The logic part, as an adult, like a woman should be more logical. An adult woman should be more logical than like a boy, in my opinion. And I'm not saying right. that's not what you are, but I'm just saying when people say I'm a woman and it's like, so I'm not ready. It get here's the thing: what black women need to focus on is basically not two things. Number one, on the back end, actually reconstructing how they go about doing things and how they view the world. Meaning accepting why they view the world a certain way, getting on pace to actually what they want, regardless if that is that benefits black men or not. And then on the flip side, they need to re reconstruct their collective group image. So and the I problem is, 
if black women want to be matriarchal, but I don't think that will get us anywhere. If if our agendas don't benefit black men, what's the difference between that and modern day black feminists? Well, the difference. Oh, I'm glad that's a great question. Oh, the difference is black women. Black women operate in a level of deception. I'm saying the truth what's the is, difference in what you're the saying difference is and when, what we currently have. The difference is when the difference is at that point. Black men, it's the same thing Ulysses said. Black men and black women will be on the same page. A whole bunch of black men will say, all right, you do you and I do me because now there is no, you know, what about group economics, all that. And then, hold on, hold on, this is the benefit of black women. And then black women, the dudes that are left are dudes that are basically going to be committed with black women as is. So that is who you build from. And if you all want to get Africans, Caribbeans, whatever, even non-black men, you all could build that because you all know what is the baseline you have. The reason why that's not as overt as it otherwise would be is because they know that the level of dudes that are going to say, fuck it, is 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 unacceptably high. Any dudes that got options are definitely those are the top 20 or 25%. And that's everybody makes 50000 or more. They're for sure for the most part at 90% okay. level saying fuck it. And so so what my point is, is there's this deception. Like even when, when uh, Concrete said group economics, you don't. I don't have to date a black woman in order to be uh, group economics. That's just what I invest in the black community monetarily. And that's not really what black women care the about. The first manner in which you invest is invest in by marrying a black woman, though. Yeah, but that's well, not really economics. Let me answer what Emma said. It, but that's not really like, like for instance, for instance, what Robert Smith. That, did, that's an invest. That's the ultimate investment. Who you choose as a no, partner? No, Robert. Robert Smith is a perfect example. Let's say he never got with his a mulatto wife, where his kids are. I mean, he just had the white woman from start. What he did, where he put that in black men or black women, is a group economic move. See, that's a woman that ties group economics I, to sexual preference, and that's the problem. Yes, that's another I understand form of deception. that. However, his wife, your, who you choose as a part, that still would have been even more of an investment in the black community. Who he chose as a partner would have been more. So of an you're telling me the 30 million dollars he dropped on black men on black people is more of an investment in your mind not for his lineage but in your mind because let's be clear robert smith first wife is mixed his kids are more black than they are not so yes his children are black his children are black so who he you said if he had not married her you said if he had not married her, if he had not married her and, and he solely married a white woman, but he invested in $30 million into black uh, men and his net worth is, you know, however many millions of dollars and he dropped dead tomorrow. He made more of an investment in that partner than and, he made and in black you do, men. That's my And point. you do not, and you do, and you do not see as a, as, you do not see the incompatibility what you're saying is with actually logic. You don't no, see the female because his fortune will continue to grow, and when he passes away, that is left to his white wife. He's making more of an investment in his white wife than he is by spending thirty million dollars on black men. That's my point. I'm not saying I what think, he did, did was not a fantastic thing, and it's not absolutely. That's a female. That's a okay. Female before y'all go forward, can I just answer what Edward said to me first before y'all get off topic? Okay, so Edward, I hear what you're saying. I don't think I'm deceived because I hear, I, I logically understand what it is you're saying and what you see. But what I'm saying is, 
I'm not ready to say that it's all gone yet because I'm still going to try. I'm going to put actions behind my hope. Now, if I ended up and I lose out and it doesn't work and I get tired and I have no more resources left and then I have no choice but to accept it, I have no problem doing that. But what I feel like is that there's still a solution at this time. And I'm not requiring anybody that has already uh, like decided that they don't want to help anymore. I'm not requiring anybody. I'm not trying to convince them to keep doing it either. I'm not even going to say I told you so or throw it up in their face if I am able to actually get it. All I'm saying is that I got some more ideas. Let me try these ideas and that's it. That's, well, that's mean, all I'm saying. There's absolutely a solution. There's absolutely the solution's easy. Ulysses already mapped it out. The problem is like 90% of black women are not going to do it. So if, if that's the case, then there's nothing to talk about. And the problem is we know, see, and see, the problem is what men are, men are very linear in our thinking. So if there's not a partnership we to be had, we know we're just going to walk away and pursue whatever we need to pursue. To and I'm trying time. to get y'all a problem partnership. problem is women, women cannot accept that as a group. So you're talking about you. I'm talking about women as a group because that's what Ulysses is talking about. That's what we, Ulysses is a guy that would be with a, a, you know, a black woman right now had it not be, you know, for the tragedy he went through. And a lot of black men in the manosphere, more, way more black men in the manosphere actually date and deal with black women actually than they don't. So the idea, so we already know individually there's a couple of chicks to be had as hard as that is to find, which is what he talked about with Kevin. And Sandler. what I do is but I tell women to pay attention to that. And we're looking at this as a collective. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Okay, let me just say this real quick. Yeah. I, what I do is I tell women to pay attention to the fact that there are still more men dealing with black women than there are that have left. So be happy, be grateful about this, and then give them something as well. So that's I use that in my talking points when I'm talking to women. The problem is that they see me and see that men are yelling at me, and then they feel like, well, why should I listen to you? And so if men are, if there are a bunch of other yeah, men that are saying thing. Exactly. If there are men that are still rewarding the bad behavior, why should they listen to me? What do I get? Oh, like, well, shit. What, what I mean, I uh, my answer to that is easy. That's Shara's, that's Shahrazad Ali. Black men don't yell at her and they don't give a damn about what she says either. The reality is I what know. they're looking for is they're looking for you. Hold on. They're looking what you're failing to do and concreting them are failing to do in, in their eyes is controlling black men. So when they see us yelling at right. you or debating with you, they say, okay, you don't know how to get these Negroes under control. So why should I listen right. to you? Because at the core, that's what they want, which is only a presentation of the issue now if you look at that's what again, that, and um, that's their goal the that's talk, their goal and i'm telling them that that's not feasible there well, well that's because they're full of shit well let me get one second let me, let me get one second let me get one second because because i think this this is this is actually important now i didn't came to this show multiple times i have never attacked anybody personally you see and now as a black man i come to a show to discuss the problem Concrete Rose took it as I took a dig at her as if I don't know her name and know how to say her name. I know how to say it. I didn't. <laughs> oh, really? So th the issue is when we start talking okay, about. You, you that out, Roger, no, 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 no. I'm trying. I'm trying to say this because this is this is important. When we. I said your, your mic went. OK, wait a minute, because I, I said your mic went out. What? That's what I said. Yeah, your mic's okay. dropping. Hello? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say what I was saying. When we start talking okay. about something that... When we start talking about something that's an issue, you're saying, if it's said in a way that somebody don't like it, or they feel you took a dig at them, 
black women have this thing about trying to perpetually be a victim to stop the conversation so we do not get to what the men are truly trying to get from women so they can just simply correct the problem. We live in a voluntary society. People can choose to just do what's good for the group if they want to. The issue is they just don't want to do it. Okay, so I'm not a victim and I wasn't perpetuating a, a victimness in my commentary to you. I did feel as though you were commenting to me because your comment applied to something that I had just said to you earlier. So yes, I responded because it sounded as though you were taking a dig at me. But most of the things that you say don't even apply to me. However, I am extremely sensitive to the fact that every time you come on the panel, you speak so negatively of black women. Just if I, just as if I were on the panel with um, a group of black that. women, just as if I were on a panel, let's say Cynthia G's panel, and she was continually speaking negative about black men, I would address that as well. So yes, I did think you I were think talking to me, and I responded because I thought you were talking to me. But I'm not a victim. Most of what you say don't even apply to me. It, it, you know, it, it doesn't apply to me at all. However, it, it is um, you're continually talking negatively about black women. Okay, well, let, let me tell you how to solve the issue. It's it's very simple. Black women just simply got to be good people. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's a okay, choice. So it's not I, like I can't control. It's not like you but stupid. I am a good person. No, no, my, my, you know, hold on, hold on. No, you know the point is, about point, hold, hold on, on one uh, second. Uh, one second. Let me finish this last statement. The point is, it's free. It doesn't cost any money. Nobody has to go to school for it. Nobody has to go out their way to just say, "Hey, I'm gonna be a better person." I can, I can actually start listening to the black men that I claim that I want to be involved with and start doing stuff that they like. That's, it's free, and it's available okay. to all who live in America. So, Roger, Go ahead, You know what, Roger? You, you need, you need Edward, to get on, your Edward. representative on, on, on here. Edward, hold on. Just like I challenge you on calling women bad people, I challenge women when I see that they're displaying bad actions. And I myself am a good person, so that's the best that I can do in an effort to encourage black women to be good people. But I hear you. Yeah, and I've never called you a bad person, have I? No, you have not. I'm yes. just saying. In and, response and, and, to all and all I have said, not like a Cynthia G, I, I actually go down with what black women are doing to say why they're not good people because right. the list is there. It's not like I'm just saying right. something but with no list. Is subjective, and I always tell and, you that. But I, but, I know your but, points, and we don't have to reiterate it. But I know what well, you're saying. Well, I'm just saying, let's not present it like there's no reasoning behind it. Well, I got a long track of lists of why intent. they're not good people. That wasn't my intent. but I, I'm not uh, saying Roger, it was. Roger, uh, you know, when you say, like, you know, you come on our panel. Right, Roger said anybody. this was very important, and then he straight took this into a single-handed well, okay, we to, we, we go wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up, but I did want to address this because it happened on the show, and it happened a little yeah, bit ago. Um, my, uh, my response <laughs> it, to you was because I thought you And to be fair, I've me. seen, Hello, I've seen Roger's Edward. hate for black women Can you hear before. me, Edward? Like, Hello? Edward. You study talking. Um, but I yeah, my stuff to... is coming in and out. Okay, let me. I'm going to be really quick. I just wanted to say I did assume that you were talking about me. If I was wrong and you were not, I apologize. I apologize that uh, in, in regards to my response to you because I thought that was a dig at me. No, Congress. If I'm a dig at you, we'll do that privately. <laughs> okay. Well, I apologize. Like I said, I mean, I my response, but... I just thought you were coming for me. I'm like, no, he didn't. But my my bad. My apologies. I, I'm sorry. Okay. I, you know, uh, at the end ahead, of Edward. the day, black 
black women, black women know what, what to do because they demonstrated it. They demonstrated when they code switch, they demonstrated when shit gets hard. And then, and they also demonstrated when it's time to act a certain type of way to activate that insurance plan, which is that alpha fucks beta bucks stepdaddy plan so the biggest thing that the difference between black men of the past like in the early 2000s and black men and like now present day is black men now know you can do it see black men were under an illusion that it was just who black women were and then that was just because of white supremacy and whatever so we just gotta deal with it but as black men more and more have observed how black women change in certain environments, we like, oh, so you do know how to do it. It's just you just don't want to do it. Right. And once that becomes the once that becomes and the whys are irrelevant because it's the yeah. whys are irrelevant. It's just like dudes. It's just like when dudes cry about child support. And then, well, you know how not to get caught the fuck up and you know what the system is and what it will do. Is it right? No, but you know going in what it is. It's the same thing there. And so at the end of the day, this is why I talk about image. It Concrete, which you are, are dropping a bucket. The, and the question is, what are black women putting out there when it comes to... And it's not I, about I what they're putting black out women, there. Well, look, I know we got some issues and I never denied that. I, I think there's a lot of truth to the points that, that Roger makes and I don't deny that. But I'm thinking about my own personal experience and the women I know, do I know more good women than bad women? And that's where my response comes in. Shit. But as far as, let me say I something. Mean, really I mean, quick, I Edward. focus Hold on, on more really good quick, women than bad women. I'll let but you finish up. Is, that's your circle. Edward, let, yeah. me, let me finish really quick. Um, and I know, like, even in my circle, there are some people that I would deem bad people in my circle that I know that I would, not, and I mean circle, I mean relatives, whomever, you know what I mean? People that, you know, don't necessarily have a choice in them being in your circle. But nonetheless, I just wanted to say this really quick. Oh, man, I mean, like, you, you stay coming for me but i want you to know that anytime you come on this platform i don't know why you have a problem with everything that i say but i'm a host on this show so i'm going to speak on this show i won't be addressing what me and roger discussed because we just addressed it right here and i offered my apology because i did think that he was talking to me and he says that he wasn't so i am sorry for my reaction to him and that's it that's all go ahead um edward Or whomever else wanted to. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say this. I mean, and I, and I'll be done with it. My thing is, even with the women, and this is why I like Sharzad at least so much. People think she's an anti-woman, but no, she will I talk about what like dudes need to do too. It's just as she focused on. And Dr. Francis Cress Wilson said the same thing as far as love her for not just black women, but also black men. And here's the, he said she said that hypersexuality shit is gonna get you pulling your pants all the way down. And if that's not mm -hmm. true, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. The point is, women have to start looking for the truth, truth and stop looking for what they feel like. Because because and here's why I say that. And that's not a dig at Topaz because you got a whole bunch of dudes. <laughs> and they will look at how you feel and use that to bend you to their will. For instance, right. Derek Jackson. Uh, fair or gray, they will tell you whatever the fuck you want to feel, and that, that's no different than a fucking emotional dope dealer. Because at the end of the day, they will have you feel your way all the way to your 50s, and then there's going to be a pastor waiting for you to feel your way all the way to death. And at the end of the day, none of these Negroes solved your problem, and they got a hell of a lot more money out of y'all as a collective than any black men did. So it seems like what we're saying is negative, but at the end of the day, if black... It, look, 
if black women operate the way they need to, the truth is there's a lot of dudes that will deal with you. I said this at the end of my last video. I said the bar has been lowered so fucking bad to be positive. The bar has been low so bad, not just for American women in general, but black women in particular, that you don't have to be so different in order to get a dude because the bar is so low. So what he's expecting is so low. And that's true even for the dudes yeah. like Kevin, Kevin Samuels types. And so that's a little bit of positivity that I'll leave. But anyway. Well, I didn't take but that as a big Edward because I take into consideration what you've been saying. I hear that. And what I want you and men to think like you to know is that I hear what y'all are saying and I'm talking to women about how to stop that from being how y'all think or how y'all feel. I know you don't like to say the word feel, so I'm going to say from being the but way the that y'all think. we're emotional creatures. Like, unless you have some sort of yeah, um, it's a you know, psychotic disorder, you, you, you have to have, you know, the ability to feel. But I just want to say this, and then we're going to wrap up and do closing arguments. Um, I do think that as Black women, sometimes we are sensitive to the truth. Things that, you know, um, actually are applicable to our group. And I am no exception to that. I'm extremely sensitive to things that are applicable to my group. Um, I saw something recently that pissed me off, but at the same time, I had to admit to myself that it was true. Um, I saw this woman, and to me, it was still an absolutely despicable act um, on social media. And she was, I believe she was in, standing in front of an abortion clinic, and she had a sign that said something to the effect of, um, you know, there are going to be more George Floyd's um, you know, produced by this clinic because I, you know, black women are, you know, have the highest number of abortions. Um, I, I think that that was absolutely despicable, but in the same token, um, I think that there was a point that she was making that I couldn't deny that, you know, um, if we say we're concerned about black lives, black lives matter. Um, and, you know, we, we, all, we can't only, use that line when it when it suits us um so yeah uh, um, we'll go ahead and start wrapping up and do final comments um whoever wants to jump in and go first i'll go because i've been kind of like thank you sitting <laughs> but um yeah i think the i think the bottom line for everything is that um the america that we know or that we have known in the past is about to change very drastically and um there is other than what Edward said and, you know, coming to know the truth because you need to protect yourself there. You're also going like it would also be beneficial for you to acknowledge what is actually happening so that you can uh, solve a problem. I mean, like if you if that's your goal, like if you want to solve a problem, then you're going to have to know and accept what actually is. And what actually is right now is that. But a lot of black men and black women don't don't get along. They're not on the same terms. It's like uh, Basile was saying earlier when he was here that there's a, we're a community in the sense that we all live the black experience, but we're not a community in the sense that um, there are no rules or guidelines. There's no social order. So when people say you need to get on code, a code means there has to be a social order. What social order is there? And until there's right. a until there until somebody until we can accept that there's no social order and that people have their own agency and can do whatever they want so black men can create sysbm and go look for their own interests or you know what you were saying earlier was um seek like-minded people well those like-minded people might not be black so it's uh, like uh, uh, uh. it's like 
you can. I should have list. I should have been more specific and said black like-minded people. But good point. Good point. So you. So we can make all. We can make all these. You know, um, illusionary excuses for why things are happening the way they are, or why we feel the way that we feel. But at the end of the day, America. The America we know is tumbling down, and we don't really have a lot of time. If you're trying to, uh, I guess, if your goal is to save what black community is left. You don't really have a lot of time to be um, wrestling with these illusions um, and because along with those illusions are the illusions of the social class of black and white. So and America has an agenda that is completely outside of your own. So if you don't have an agenda, then you're just going to fall in line with theirs. And their agenda is to, you know, drop the social order and create a completely new one, create a homogenous America that can that can uh, facilitate the growth of they want they don't want a black nation so right. like so at the end of at the end of the day mm-hmm. if you can't accept the truth then this is the reality that you'll become subject subject to thank great. you black great wizard great. absolutely truth real that was real talk all right well i'll give my my final comments um my final comments is, is this if you say you want something better then you truly got to participate in actions that create better. A lot of folks say we don't know what to do, but we we had that whole period between 1965, I mean, excuse me, 1865 and 1964 that actually gave us the answer. Now, people can continue to ignore that answer, but that do- doesn't mean it wasn't given. It was there, plain and simple. Anybody can see it that looks at it. So the fact that we're not following the actual mm-hmm. answer means that we have an issue within us that says we do not want to follow the answer. So, when, you know, I think the title of the show was great because it's Black Women Against Everybody. Yes, because they're not with their men, which does leave them open to everybody to attack them. And because you're not with your man, of course, you're not going to receive protection. And even when Edward said that, you know, I have cape for women. Now, I, I wouldn't say cape. Well, I mean, you, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't fault nobody for saying cape, but I only do that for women that do they they complete their part of the social contract, meaning men are supposed to be leaders, protectors, and providers. Women are supposed to have good character, be, be good company, and they're supposed to be loyal. If I see that you're those three things, yes, I will protect you. If it's a virtual thing where we're just talking online, if you happen to be in my presence, if it comes down to me having to fight and knock somebody out for you, whatever the case, that all that's fine because you qualify for protection. I do not protect people that do not qualify. It's a social contract. You get your part, I do mine. If you don't give your part, I'm not giving you mine. I don't do, I don't, I'm not going to hold a contract by myself. And, and that's the issue for most men. Men are being asked to do stuff for women and women do not want to do anything for the men. And they're upset because men have some sense, you know, at least the sense enough to say, if you're not going to do anything for me, then I won't do anything for you. And people try to talk about men as if something's wrong with them because they don't want to get abused through life and steady put out for people mm-hmm. that do nothing for them. That And, and the, the whole thought process is sick. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just a sick thought process, the thing you can take from somebody and they should just continue to give, give, give you and require nothing from you. That's a sick mm-hmm. person. And there are a lot of sisters that are sick because that's what they believe in. They look at black men the same way white supremacy does. We're supposed to take, 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 give nothing, give nothing, give nothing, point blank, period. And the actions have showed it. And again, when it comes to agendas, 
it's a whole lot of men in the black community that don't have children that have agendas and it's a whole lot of men in the black community that don't have agendas but they got children so don't tell me people don't know what they're doing because it's happening in mass and that's my final thoughts i'm out thank you roger um uh, Topaz, you want to give us your final thoughts next? Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I do a lot of talking to the black community because, you know, I don't know if I'm considered pro-black or whatever. I don't really put a label on it. All I know is I wake up every morning, I look in the mirror, I'm not going to do any skin bleaching. So I, something has to happen. Um, I want people who look like me to be available to us in the future. I don't want my you know lineage to be drowned out with that being said everything that i say does take into account black men as well as black women because we can't have more black women if we don't have black men i don't believe in all of that you know if you date somebody else the kid is still going to be black and all of that because you know everybody else tries to purify their lifeline why can't we I feel like as a whole, black people don't have self-esteem. And I feel like if we can start, if we can create something that we can be proud of, then I think that we will be much more committed to it. The last thing I wanted to say is I don't believe we live in a free society. And I'm not talking about slavery. What I mean by that is people don't do what they want to do. They just wake up willy-nilly and just, you know, go about life only with their desires. People do what's available to them. And if a lot of this stuff was no longer available to them, if we can't go through the system to enforce some things, then we just got to enforce it in our own community. We can't depend on this system anyway. So I'm for, I'm all for America burning if it needs to, but then all of black people step away to the side, let them burn down their own uh, community, and then we can create our own. But to do that, we have to have these conversations where we're creating our new black order right now, and then we can be ready to put that into place when they finish destroying, because it's, it's going to be destroyed the same way they got it. They raped and pillaged and, 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 and messed over people to get it. That's how it's going to be. That's how they're going to lose it. So once they do all of that, if we step out of the way, let them destroy themselves, then we have something that we can put in place for our own self and we can get back to where we're supposed to be. And that's what I believe in. And I'm not ready to give up on that because I think it is possible. I might not see it in my lifetime, but I, I do. I don't think that I'm acting only emotional. I think that I, there is some logic because there needs to be me paying attention to what has happened so that I can come up with a plan that's actually feasible. If I don't know what's happened, if I don't know where we are right now, what I'm whatever plan I come up with isn't going to be feasible and sustainable. So, you know, I, I get completely what, you know, the men in this space have been saying. I've been listening to y'all. I hear you. I agree with you. And that is being taken into account when I do talk to women. So I just want y'all to know that, like, I'm not ignoring what y'all are saying. I, I get that. I am, you know, I, I completely understand where y'all are coming from. But I got some more ideas. And when I run out of ideas, then I'll give up. But I feel like as long as I have some ideas and things come up, I should try it. Otherwise, I'm just rolling over and letting it happen, which is just as worse as participating, in my opinion. Thank you, Topaz. Uh, Complex, do you want to give us your final thoughts, brother? Sure. Um, so I think the new paradigm precipitates um, SYSBW just as much as it as it promotes SYSBM. Um, I am not of the illusion that um, things can be patched or, you know, like I said, you, it, things have to be created anew and uh, we have to take all variables into consideration. And when I think about it, um, I don't 
I don't see what you guys might see. I don't, I don't, I just, I simply don't see it because it doesn't, it doesn't, you can't, you can't come up with a patchwork based on what you have to get the pro you, you're going to have to give it a, maybe a hundred, 150 years, maybe. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I, you know, and the thing is, I don't know if <laughs> culturally we have those kind of legs, right? I think things will look so completely different in that, in that time mm. frame, right? So what makes sense to me is for all of us to do us, right? And whatever, whatever that means for you, go and do it. Um, I know what I'm going to do for me. I'm only, I'm going to do what is going to produce the best outcomes for me and my daughter. Right. So um, anything that's going to hinder that, I have no interest in it. And if I if if what I'm being told is that I should focus my energies on fixing the unfixable, I won't get anywhere in life. I, I, I never did that up until this point. And, you know, I, I won't do it because we all have agency. We all need to basically take control of our lives. And, you know, do what's necessary to get the desired outcomes. I can't profess to know what the answer is for you guys. I don't, you know, only thing I can do is what's smart for me. Right. So I don't harbor any ill will, you know, oddly enough. I mean, I, like I said, I was married to a black woman. I got a black daughter. She's sitting right here. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, look, I, I don't, I don't have any, I don't harbor anything against y'all. I, I, I just, again, I assume that what I know this is final comments, but I do have a question for you. A really, sure. a really, really quick one complex. Sure. Sure. Okay, sure. So I know that, um, in the past, well, last week, I know you were saying that we referred to you, um, as an anomaly. Um, no, no, I didn't, I didn't exist we were, altogether. Anyway. Well, oh, okay. So you, yeah, yeah, that was you didn't Jay. exist. When you, yeah, I don't exist. When you talk about, I know, I, I'm not trying to bring up, you know, I don't want you guys to start <laughs> going back and forth regarding it, but I just have a real quick question. The point is relevant. So yeah. when you talk about, um, you know, the fact that, you know, your wife um, was uh, a black woman, do you feel yeah. as though she doesn't exist in that, you know, like, because you talk almost as if, if there is any hope of you remarrying, it likely would be, you know, someone outside the race. But do you think that she was an anomaly and that women like her don't exist? Uh, just no, really quick. no, no. She wasn't an anomaly. It's just women like her are married. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, they're married. Um, and for very specific reasons. So, no, she's not an anomaly. I mean, she was a woman who was worthy of me... Uh, putting a ring on it, so to speak. Okay. I was just wondering. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank mm -hmm. you for your commentary and um, participating in the panel. Miss J, what are your final thoughts? Okay. My final thoughts, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just going to keep it real. Miss J? Um, can you hear me? I think she's still there. Well, I will give can my you hear me? thoughts really quickly. Well, no, um, we can no can uh, Rose. Oh, uh, we can hear her. We can okay, hear her. Sorry. You can't That's you can't bad. hear Miss J. <laughs> sorry, Miss J. I'm gonna back out and come again. It's okay. I just wanted to say, um black people like the character that Bruce Willis played in the sixth sense, we're dead, but we don't know it. The fight was over when civil rights we won the civil rights battle. 
And basically, our choice now is to either assimilate into the larger American community or basically become the new Native Americans. We're off on a clip, uh, um, some kind of reservation somewhere, just doing our own thing and having a horrible outcome. That is the choice. You're not going to have a Black American country inside of the United States of America. That doesn't work. It's not going to work. Yes, we can have individual Black families. We can have individual Black neighborhoods. But we're not going to have a Black America inside the United States of America. Right now, our generation, we are part of the generation that's basically, we're going to basically be moved on. It's going to be the younger generation that's going to assimilate into the larger generation, Mm. the larger America. Mm -hmm. America is going to be the melting pot it was always meant to be. Mm-hmm. And you, you can, you, you're going to be in that pot. You may not melt, but everything's going to melt around you. And the parts that don't melt are going to be like moved. That. And no, I'm just saying we just need to accept that. I think black women were the last like group point. of people. You might not. We're the last group of people around you. Yeah, I'm saying we're the last group of people who refuse to see it. You know, we're like that last Japanese person doesn't know that the war is over. It is over. It was over in 1968. We won that battle. We assimilated. We are Americans. Whether you choose to accept it or not, it doesn't matter. It's already been decided. That's why I stopped fighting. The, the, the war is over. The fight is over. Put down the put down the weapons and move on to something else. That's it. I mean, it's harsh, it's mean, but it's reality. This is America. It chews up everything in its path. And that's it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss J. I'll go really quick so Danny can give her final thoughts. Um, this was a really good panel, really dope conversation as always. Um, I think that there were several takeaways for me from this conversation, so I'm glad that we had it. Um, things that I had not considered. Um, I do want to say to Mrs. J's or no to um, Topaz's earlier point. Um, I do for me. I think it is important for me to have um, a legacy that that mirrors me, mirrors you know what I look like. Um, I am an eternal optimist, as crazy as it sounds. I do have faith that we can hold on to. Um, our blackness. I think that, you know, maybe not in America, inside of America, but like small pockets, small communities. Um, it's not entirely impossible. Um, myself and a group of friends, like we researched um, just like even small towns that, you know, are for sale and they have small towns in the South that are for sale for like, you know, $200,000 or, you know, um, and they are dilapidated. So they re- require extensive work. But um, to me, it's just not impossible. Um, and like my optimistic spirit is what keeps me going and what keeps me having faith and belief in my people. Um, I have had to come to some harsh realizations and that's why um, I talk about, you know, creating a community outside of what we already have, because, you know, I know that what we already have does not work and I know that everybody can't go. Um, But like I said, really dope conversation. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who participated on the panel and thank you to everybody in the chat. um, Even the ones who are down there trolling. Thank you to everybody who super chatted and donated. Um, thanks, guys. Ooh, this, was, this was a great conversation. Um, shout out to everybody who came through. Shout out for the super chats and the cash up. Um, 
I really don't be knowing what to say like at the end of these shows, but there was something that I wanted to address. And there is a rhetoric that's being pushed around like black women and black men can't come together and have decent conversations. And then we get accused of emasculating men and all that kind of shit. Please stop pushing that um, bullshit around because it's not true. Um, we come here because we're adults and we can actually have good conversations with each other. So, you know, um, sometimes the conversations get heated and passionate, but I don't think I've seen situations of women trying to just make men look right. stupid. Dominate and them and emasculate them. Yeah, like, it, and if you think this is emasculation, please come oh, fuck with right. me. <laughs> absolutely and i have to admit i'm triggered when like i see division amongst my people i don't care who it is so that you know that's just that but you're right danny you know passion yeah. exists in these conversations yeah i you know if we're we're sitting here having conversations we ain't all in nobody's space and stuff is going to get a little heated and if you're not heated then absolutely. you're not fucking watching it's some of this shit should heat you up so, yeah. You know, some people try to act like, oh, well, that, you know, having an emotional response like that, that's almost a shaming tactic. Oh, you're emotional. But every every person on the pet planet, unless you have some sort of psychological um, pathology, you know, has emotions and e responds emotionally. So, you know, but this was a good, good dope panel. Yeah, um, but I really don't. Well, I don't know what low key V is talking about because I don't feel like anybody was emasculated and. If the conversation is you a know what, some of these people literally right. just be trolling. I mean, like if that was yeah. emasculation, I'm then say, I'm gonna say this is a, a 21 and over channel. If the conversation is a little rough for you, too rough for you guys, you, you know there are other channels, and you know we appreciate appreciate the support. <laughs> God damn, All right. Um, but anyway, thank you to so much, so much to everybody who donated to the channel, who came through for the panel, the people in the chat, the cash apps, everything. We really appreciate the support. We will see you guys on Wednesday with another dope ass topic. Peace out. Peace.